Hello, and welcome to Tardy to the Party, a pop culture podcast like many others. Calling all cars. This movie sucks. Where Bill steps all over my intro <laughs> before I'm even done saying it. How you doing? Where we fill our pop culture holes with media we missed the first time around. I didn't miss the first time around. Bill did. Had you seen this before? I'm Daniel. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, what'd you think? How, did you see this in theaters? I'm assuming not, because you were young when this came out. This week, we will be talking about Dick Tracy, if Bill will let me finish my intro thoughts. to I the just, episode. I was just even watching more videos about Dick Tracy on YouTube so, before we started all right. recording. All yeah. right, well, Bill is his, he's jonesing hard to start talking about the movie. So we shall start talking about this movie. I got a lot of notes. I yeah, I started watching this yesterday, right before we started. Uh, not before we started recording, but man, I I filled up a whole sheet of notes before the credits were over on Dick Tracy. Man. Just mostly talking about the, the the look of the movie, the special effects, and everything like that. Yeah. So we were talking about 1990s Dick Tracy, written and directed and started and catered by Warren Beatty. I don't think he wrote it. Oh no, he wrote. He did everything. It was one. He, was he played a half the actors. That's why they got all that fucked up oh, makeup. Okay. So he didn't want. It made it easier for him to play every role. Uh, no, it was. Uh, this movie went through a whole bunch of different drafts from yeah. different people because I guess it was bought up like right after Superman became big. All the studios mm-hmm. went out and decided to buy up properties for all the different comic book stuff. And I guess Dick Tracy was one of those things. And I guess this movie had a very convoluted. Development history. Mm-hmm. So I grew up reading the Dick Tracy comics because they had like collected editions at the library. They had actual books? By me, yeah. Oh, okay. Which makes and, sense, but I've never seen that stuff. And I mean, I hope, hopefully this movie didn't put you off at reading those because they're no, actually really entertaining. It's one of my things, actually. Uh, I've got a list of comics I want to read for the for tar- uh, Tired of the Party someday, and Dick Tracy's still on the list. Yeah. I mean, it's only like... Uh, <laughs> 800 years worth of comics. I was about to say, I'm going to have to find, like, a collection or, like, find some way to kind of skim the surface of and, Dick and Tracy, but, They're yeah. different because it's not, like, all the villains together like they are in this movie. It's, yeah, exactly. It's you can tell this movie's time. an interpret. Well, I mean, I read some but Dick Tracy a, strips as a kid, so I understand, yeah. like, the different, like, basic pretty, differences it's, between... It's a pretty brutal comic. Like, uh, in the comics, one of the villains gets impaled on a flagpole Jeez. at the and end of the story. It was always just a, uh, a new strip paper, right? I think so. Yeah, it wasn't, like, a comic book or anything. No. They did some, um, like, stuff later on where, I like, did watch a bit of the 1940s film they they made which mm. of which i think one of the That's guys the one i didn't really look at from that movie is it has a cameo in this and i have Probably. no idea who because i don't know who could be old enough in this movie because the oldest <laughs> no. person only well, got dick van dyke you got seymour castle the dad from rushmore's in this but yeah, this movie. Yeah, my only reference for Could this be movie. one of the guys sitting at the table during the meeting. Yeah, that's true, too. And there's a lot of meetings in this movie. Yeah. Uh, my only reference for this movie was back in the day, they had the McDonald's Crime Stoppers mm-hmm. scratch card game that was just oh, everywhere did, the summer when this movie came Disney out. Disney marketed the fuck they out of this They marketed because they obviously saw the success of Batman that came out the mm. year before this, and they said, we're going to replicate that, and they failed miserably. <laughs> I was actually surprised looking up the Wikipedia page. Uh, for this movie, this movie actually did make money. It had a budget of about fifty million, uh, fifty million dollars, and made about one hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. So it did make money. It wasn't a bomb. Yeah. But they were obviously hoping for a big Batman thing where like people were going to see it like twelve 
times yeah. over the course of the summer and obviously but they also spent happened. so much mar- on money on exactly. marketing yeah. they also kind of fucked yeah they kind of yeah sank their own boat which yeah I, I saw an interview with jeffrey katzenberg where he was like yeah i don't think we spent that money wisely yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah. if they had just kept it a small budget movie like it was originally supposed to be it would have been better but yeah when chasing after and it's weird because this movie's like the complete opposite of batman mm-hmm. i mean it's a comic book movie but it's a bright can't be a movie about a law-abiding cop, whereas Batman's a dark, brooding movie about a guy whose whole nature is that he's circumventing the law and he's fucking people up. And yeah, it's well, it's, it's, it's movie, totally it's a different thing. In this movie, Dick Tracy doesn't exactly follow the law. Very he does well. get arrested, but then inexplicably keep on doing his job after he's well, no, arrested. Well, no, but I'm but, talking like at the beginning. Where oh yeah, he's exactly. Like, yeah. I'm arresting you, and like you can't arrest us. And he's like, ah, I'll worry about that later. That's part of the funky vibe of this movie is it's obviously it's you're supposed to think dick tracy is this is some kind of like badass and he's not a badass warren, especially as played by warren Beatty. Yeah, warren he's Beatty. so milk toast not the correct choice um no. which i've never liked warren Beatty in everything and like all in everything he's just he's in everything and you didn't like it him in any of it uh ishtar was a wreck reds <laughs> yeah i haven't no, seen yeah. it to be fair, I've not seen that much in late. Who the fuck has seen I, a bunch I'm of tra- Warren Beatty I'm movies? I'm trying to think but... of what Warren Beatty's movie I've seen besides this. <sighs> Good luck. It, probably to our generation would be. Because like, he was bigger <laughs> because in the I'm early just, 80s. I'm, I'm trying to think of movies, and all that's coming up in my head is Richard Gere movies. Wasn't he in Bugsy? I don't know. There was a gangster movie. Like... Oh, I'm sure he was in plenty of gangster movies. <sighs> if he likes Dick Twacy so did much. So did you like this movie? Yeah. Well, when I was younger well, back now. Back in the day, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What's back your... in the day? Yeah. I, this is the first time you'd seen it since you were a kid? Uh yeah, did it hold up? Some aspects. I this is I can't sh- okay. This is the other thing I can't shit talk this movie too much because I love Robert Altman's Popeye, and that is the other movie <laughs> example of someone trying probably a little bit too hard to make the movie look exactly like the comic book. I would agree with that, <laughs> but at least Altman had a fun script, had a nope. great. Me- this I mean this is an alternative <laughs> reference. Had a perfect script. No. Had a fantastic cast. I'll give you had that. Great music and songs. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Had well also he didn't bury all of his characters under makeup. They just had goofy clothes. He also and had stuff a movie like that, that I had to fast forward halfway through because uh, I was yeah, so bored. So that tells me you, yeah, so Dick Tracy is your Popeye and vice versa. No, because I love you, no, Popeye. you love Popeye. I don't love Dick Tracy. Okay. But and especially after so many years of current, like where we have so many movies based off, off of comic books and comic strips that are so grimdark, it is kind of nice to go back and see a movie that was trying to intentionally be kind of light and airy and campy. Yeah. Even though it did it terribly and is a very boring movie. Mm. But I appreciate what they were going for, even but though. But there's, was... there's montages. <laughs> there's montages. There's bro. lots of montages boring. over terrible music. We'll get to Madonna. Don't you worry. She's the, 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 you know what? It says a lot we about this to, movie that she's not the weakest link in this movie either. I don't know what is the weakest link, but she is not. You can't point at Madonna and say she's worse than like the fucking hook kid or Warren Beatty himself. I think you can point to that. I don't know. She's, she's as bad as Pacino. Pacino's a, Pacino's great in this movie, man. I realized he filmed this, this came out the same year that The Godfather 3 came out, which explains a lot about The Godfather 3 in terms of uh, Al Pacino, but. I mean, this is Pacino uh, acting the way he does now. I know, but. This this used to be the genesis. It's like something broke when he was filming this movie and he couldn't reset it. Then he's always talking like that. And he's doing (laughs) stuff. And then he goes, I'm on. It's like he 
decided, oh, okay, maybe this is good for future persona for me. This is this is my default thing. Yeah, because then he, he starts doing that in the Godfather th- three too. It's just oh my god. Um, yeah, fucking. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, the movie starts with some some Batman ass Batman music. Yeah, that's you know what that's the other thing that's real crippling to this movie is I mean obviously like yeah it's too Batman it sounds like the Batman soundtrack. Well, it's Danny Elfman. Well, and Danny, Danny Elfman done... only does Danny Elfman. Well, he either does Batman or he does Tim Burton. Oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah, his score for he doesn't know how to Spider Man. He doesn't know how to do big flourishes without ba 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 ba. Yeah, that's the thing in this. Like, it's almost like he just took a bunch of outtakes from back because you were almost expecting da 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 and that soundtrack is slathered all over this movie too. Every anytime fucking Dick Tracy turns around and kind of goes, uh, chili. It's like trying way too hard to compensate. What are you That was my favorite line in the movie when he turned around. Uh, chili? Chili? You got some rubber chili there? Well, I almost feels like the movie, the score is extra bombastic to compensate for the fact that they couldn't move the camera because of all the matte paintings in the movie. Yeah. Which also I've heard other people, uh, that's not, it's not just to blame on the matte painters, but I guess Warren Beatty as a director is just known not to, known for not moving the camera. So, but I guess the matte paintings just kind of help, you know, push, 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 push. push. But, uh. But you get like, you listen to the radio and it's like, <sighs> hey! Shit is fucked up in town. And you get another newscast that's like, no, shit's fucked up. You know, it's weird that it starts off with a black and white touchstone logo, too, for no reason. Black and white for... Oh, yeah. I guess it's supposed to be kind of... An, and that's the only thing in the whole movie that's black and white. You just see that logo kind yeah. of show up. Um, and... That's true. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Get, go ahead. If you get your first montage of, like... Is that just stuff happening in the, the credits? Well, isn't it? It's, it's the, not in a montage per se, but it's like Dick Tracy picking up his watch and badge oh God, in front this, of a radio. I got so many notes that even actually even before this. So yeah, it starts. Really? Off, <laughs> like the first well, thing I started. Happened. Well, I saw the map painting at the beginning because really it starts. It's it's is it? Do they have the montage of the radio stuff while the camera's panning over the credits of the city? Because um, there's this huge map painting. Uh, uh, that uh, happens right after the radio. I guess it's called Tracy Town. Right? At least that's what the production crew called it. Because mm. I guess the city never has a proper name. They yeah, it it's Tracy really Town. juddery, like almost clay animation looking. Like so they wh- couldn't move this the the camera smoothly. So they hired a one matte painter for this movie, and the matte painter looked at what they were going to try to do. He's like, "We need like eight matte yeah. painters," and he hired seven other matte painters because mm-hmm. uh, every other shot in this movie is a matte painting. Yeah. Or uh, and so what happened was, so they spent like months eight guys working just on the opening map painting because it's this long like 30 second shot uh panning across all over town mm-hmm. and uh what happened was it was supposed to be a shot that was even supposed to be much longer but uh warren Beatty thought it was too slow and he wanted to speed it up to match the tempo of the music and so he skipped framed it not in in post he essentially just took frames out of the opening so that's why it looks like stop motiony because it's not moving correctly because like he like, yeah so they essentially no. sped it up not by playing it fast but just taking frames out so Weird. that's why it kind of looks like eh, 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 eh. Hmm. and yeah the camera finally comes to rest on Charlie Corsman. Uh two of the matte painters on this movie were the Peter and Harrison Ellenshaw uh they are both super famous matte painting guys uh, super famous special effects dudes mm. uh harrison ellenshaw who is the father of peter ellenshaw or might got that reversed i think it's peter ellenshaw 
Peter Ellen Shaw was the uh, matte painter on Mary Poppins. Oh! I'm just saying, that's one of the most famous matte painting movies in history, mm. just because, like, his famous, super luxurious paintings of London in that movie are, mm, how you mm-hmm. doing? Mm, well, with all the lights well, and everything since like you've that. got, since you're just like, oh, they're matte paintings. <laughs> Did you like the matte paintings in this movie? They're pretty good. Yeah? It's a, Well, this is also one of the last movies to, yeah, with ex- this is probably the most extensive use of matte paintings before the CGI era kicked in. Yeah. And uh, so they're, they're, they're pretty nice. Uh, I read an article where the guys uh, who did the matte paintings for this movie were complaining because uh, Warren Beatty could not decide whether or not he wanted advertisements on the buildings, mm. first of all. They had to go back and forth and paint them, both painted them in and then paint them back out. And then he couldn't decide if he wanted those advertisements, the big neon flashing signs and shit. He didn't know if he wanted them to be name brands or generic, like made up, like fake cartoon brands. I think real name brands would have been weird. And that's, yeah, and so they did They did a version of that whole big opening painting where it had name brands. It had, like, yeah. you know, fucking... PepsiCo. Yeah, uh, Gillette razors and shit yeah. like that, and they had to paint that back out when he changed his mind. And they said he, he drove the mat part department fucking crazy because he was yeah, so from, indecisive. Well, from what I read online, Warren Beatty is not an entertaining person to work I've with. I've always heard that he's kind of just a piece of shit person. Like, yeah. like when, yeah. But yeah, he did not do the special effects department any favors. Um, da, 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 da. Original songs by Stephen Sondheim is one of the credits that made me go say, what? Because <laughs> yeah. I get Stephen, he's like one of the... And, and he shit those songs out. The songs, I would have, you, I would have thought they were making it up on the spot. One of them won an Academy Award for best original song. This must mo- have been a dire year for original songs. This movie is still on record as the most Oscar-winning comic book movie in history, which <laughs> oh, is just kind of woof. Um, and okay, here's uh, one last little technical note. Um, well, actually, two more technical notes before we start the movie uh, proper. Uh, the color theory in this. Uh, Okay, so this is the color theory as set forth uh, by the production designers. Uh, the good side would always be red, connected with the kid, because the, that's the first color on the spectrum. Orange would be the color of females, connected females. to Tess. This is, this is a direct quote from the uh, uh, <laughs> but Tess production wears designer. But red as well. Yellow Maybe would be connected to Dick Tracy. So their idea is like they're just going along the color spectrum. One end is good, the other side is bad, and it's the most arbitrary decision ever. Um, like I said, I had to pick some kind of thing. But yeah, yellow is connected with Dick Tracy. Yellow is the color of the sun, and the one who's going to light up the darkness. Oh. On the other side, we have Fletcher, <laughs> the judge, who is green, which is in the middle, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Uh, blue had to be the opposite of the complementary of Dick Tracy. That's also bad English. Uh, which is Big Boy Caprice. So when we put them together, he had to have the complete opposite, and Breathless had to be at the other end of the color spectrum. So she's black, which doesn't make sense, because that's... <laughs> Black's yeah. not, black black no, is she, the absence she, of color. No, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, wow, obviously. that's a help. And one last note, the makeup on this film was done by uh, Doug Drexler and the same guy who did the Joker makeup on Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight. Mm. And Doug Drexler, he's the guy who did a lot of the makeup on Star Trek and Deuce Space Nine and those movies and stuff like that. But yeah, the, the, it's interesting that the guy who, the other guy who was in charge of this stuff, the guy who went on to do uh, Heath Ledger's makeup in the uh, for the Joker, not a lot of credits. Even yeah. though this is this is one of the biggest makeup movies in history, the makeup in this is really, it's really, really, cool. really good. This is the, that's the thing. This you can turn the sound off and just kind of have fun time yeah. watching this movie. Like maybe listen that to was, a podcast. When I remember when um, I was young and saw this, I was kind of bummed out because, in some ways, because a lot of the like weird villains are just kind of throwaway. You kill off half of them in the 
first five minutes. Yeah, yeah. But he's and, got and, the little face guy. <laughs> yeah, little face. Uh, um, but no, there's a lot more villains in the comics that would have been entertaining to look at in here, but they just didn't use them. The brow gets killed right away. The wait, rodent gets killed right away. I'm assuming they all right have like, crazy personalities and everything. They're all yeah, fleshed out in the comic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, what does the brow like? Like, does he have? Does he just love eyebrows or? No, he's the guy with the. Big, I know. He's, well, my <laughs> joke at brow. the beginning is, oh, it's all my favorite Dick Tracy villains: Walt Disney, Fartface, Lemonhead, Michelin Man, <laughs> and the guy, normal guy with cigar. There's a guy who's slightly scarred cheeks who's just got a cigar. But no, he has huge shoulders. That's shoulders. Oh, is that what it is? Because yeah. like the, on the close up, all you yeah, see is yeah. face. It no, just the, looks like yeah, a normal. That's but shoulders. yeah, everyone else. Yeah, you got the brow with the Michelin Man forehead. Yeah. I love little face, and they only show for one shot. Yeah, and they kind of fuck it up because he looks like he's just got a big head. Yeah, but he's actually got a normal sized head and tiny face Reading, they didn't frame it right yeah the makeup guys were like they, it was a scale challenge because i didn't realize that's it's supposed to be a normal sized head yeah with a face the size of his like someone's nose yeah. but in the movie it reads as just a huge fucking head yeah <laughs> yeah guy who's wearing a head the size of a volkswagen yeah they yeah. fucked up by like eh, make it a close-up that's Warren Beatty is a terrible director. This yeah. movie's... That's the thing. No, there's, there's some cool-looking so visuals in this. I mean, there's some... But almost, like, by accident. There's yeah. so much great talent in this movie, both behind the camera and front of the camera. I think... But then the again... the fact that Warren Beatty can make something more interesting we, out of this... We can probably, like, chalk the visual look up to the cinematographer, not... Yeah, Warren and Beatty. it seems like, yeah, Warren Beatty, uh, creatively, Warren Beatty is obviously the wink, link in the chain, just because, and also, I mean, also, the script Thanks is terrible. Thanks the cinematographer is the same person that did Chinatown? I could see that. I think. Okay. Um, but... But there's a car game happening, and all of a sudden, kaboosh, a car crashes through the wall, and Flat Top gets out. I love the design of Flattop too. Uh, oh, Flattop looks great. He's yeah, yeah. He's he looks. Could you even tell who it was? You know what? I, only because I was watching Raising Arizona the day before I watched this. Mm. Do, who who do you know know that actor as? I don't know. Cause I just know his face. Um, do, do you know Raising Arizona well? No. Raising there's two escaped convicts in Raising Arizona who are best friends with uh uh with uh who's the main guy. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Uh, it's it's John Goodman, another guy. Mm-hmm. It's the other guy who's who's okay. who's yeah. flat top in this. Yeah. I'm sure I've seen him in something, but because yeah, I know yeah, his exactly, face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he's, he's got he's a character teeth. actor. He kind of looks yeah. like flat top without the flat top. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna bring up Dick Tracy. But cast man, flat top speakers. look look a fantastic. Yeah. He. I mean, he really does look like in the best possible way Dick Tracy villain come to life. It's yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the Tommy gun. It's actually a surprisingly violent movie for a Disney movie at the time. Too. Well, it's it's not. I mean. You don't see it was people... originally supposed to be a Disney movie, but then Disney saw it and was like, eh, uh, we should probably make this a Touchstone movie. So yeah. then they moved it over to Touchstone. Not that you see people get squibbed, like, you don't see blood, but you still, a lot of people get, you know, mowed down with Tommy yeah. guns. There's a lot of violence and and Madonna. So there's kind of, yeah, like a, like a, a but, Valentine's Day mask, yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, flat top shoots everybody, poo poo. But, oh, and we also should say that the kid went inside of this warehouse for some reason. <sighs> There's a lot of this movie where, like, they, they just move characters around just because they need to be there, not because Like, they're... you think... Okay, there's no reason, really, for him to be in there. You think, oh, he witnessed a mob hit. They're gonna, like, have to protect him or something or mm-hmm. use him as a witness, but no. That never gets he never, brought he, up. He never even mentions it to no, Dick Tracy. No, it's... Yeah, it's... He's just there for cuz reasons? I read an interview, too, with a guy who did... did there's a guy who did a novelization for this movie mm-hmm. who he uh even before this movie was made he was famous because he did a lot of dick tracy books in like the 70s and 80s and 
he sounded very frustrated <laughs> by this movie. And uh, in an interview, it sounds like what happened was they actually, Warren Beatty was impressed enough with his novelization that he actually took a bunch of his bits from the novelization and ADR'd some dialogue and stuff from his novelization to kind of try to patch up some of the plot holes. But there's mm. still basic story stuff like that. Like, why yeah. is the kid, like, well, yeah, why, yeah, you think it would be natural. The kid witnesses this murder and he's working with Dick Tracy. You think at some point it's like, I saw flat tat murder every, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a natural, it's, it's, it's also, uh, yeah, it's, it's sloppy writing it. Yeah. It's Chekhov's gun, but then they never use the gun. Yeah, they kind of forget about the gun. Yeah, yeah. it's just, oh, well. Oh, but he yeah. runs away, and Flattop's like, oh, I shot at him. Oh, well, he got away. And he shoots <laughs> into the wall. What does he write? Like, I hate Dick Tracy or something? He, he writes you, Eat Dick, Led Dick, okay, Dick Tracy. Yeah. And he, he has impeccable penmanship he with his gun. He is very good. He got a little flourish. Like, I've tried to shoot stuff in video games with a gun to make words and he, dicks. His Spanish is, but. he's got the tildes and everything <laughs> like that, yeah. But um, it's come in, Tracy, come in, Tracy. And Dick Tracy can't even turn the fucking his wristwatch off when he's I at like, the opera. He and Tess Trueheart are watching Watts Opera Doc. That's essentially <laughs> what they're doing. I actually really love that shot because it's weirdly cla- uh, claustrophobic. It's shot over Tess and Dick's Tracy's shoulders mm-hmm. while they're at the opera. And you don't see like a master shot of the, the opera house or anything like that. It's very almost like a cartoon kind of perspective of just the over the shoulders and kind of see the performance and everything going yeah, yeah you just yeah and he's like, i'm on my way and then he goes and he looks at the wall and eat lead tracy and he's like mm, yes <laughs> yeah. i see i see I back get... to the opera <laughs> no, <it was laughs> well why master... did you need dick tracy there masterful plotting yeah <laughs> oh i also this like the fact off to a start they're like they don't have any idea ids we don't know who they are really you don't know who the guy with the little face the is f- you don't know who the guy who looks like a rat is <laughs> You don't know the guy who has a big fucking in brow. In a world looks where like. you just see a corpse and pretty much make up your name for that guy, and <laughs> pretty much be ninety percent sure that's actually the guy's legal name. Yeah. Wow, that guy's got a little face. I'm. I guess we'll never figure out who he is. This is a real stunner. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> Man, you know what the easiest job in the Dick Tracy world is? Is being the cop drawer guy who has to draw like what? Yeah. What did the robber look like? Sketch artist. Yeah. yeah. He just looked like he had a giant tire for a face. Yeah, but then, but then later <laughs> in the movie. Dick Tracy's like pouring over police sketches of the blank who doesn't have a face. Like, he spends like three scenes pouring over. I couldn't tell if that was a joke or like they're just like competency in the oh, writing. Man. That's that's this movie t- t- toes the line a little too often between. I don't know if that's supposed to be like self retro like a gag or. S- the I, movie's just that dumb, but... Because that movie is kind of cheeky. It's not completely stupid, but yeah. at the same time, it gets a little too stupid for its own good. Um, Yeah. Tess Trueheart, the lady who plays Tess Trueheart, boring as... F- Even if you had someone better playing Tess Trueheart, she could have yeah. done a lot to save this movie. But the kid's boring, she's boring. If you had the guy playing the dude making chili at the diner playing Tess Trueheart, but she's so <laughs> like, ow, ow, what are you doing, Dick Tracy? Mm. it's just oh man you're fucking killing me on top of Warren Beatty being um, boring well, we'll have some, positive some, things to say about this I mean, movie Dick Tracy goes back to the opera and he's like oh phew oh <laughs> I'm back I do like it's later in the opera though it's like yeah. sunset and it's all blue and but everything like that time is for past. some reason he he was like oh big boy's connected to it to the murder everything in why. the movie is just like big boy big boy did this I'm gonna get big boy someday yeah yeah which, if there was ever a sequel, what the hell would this movie be about? Because it seems like his entire life has led up to catching Big Boy at this point. I don't know. Well, Big Boy does... You don't see him die, per se. I know. So he, he just could... falls into an infinite well beneath the, like, <laughs> yeah. the river or whatever the hell, yeah. Uh, Which I was waiting for, you know, 
That's a dumb death. <laughs> so we we go, we go to the uh, Alfredino lip- Alfredino. <laughs> <laughs> Lips Melantis. Uh, Melantis is that his name? Lips. Let's see. Melantis sounds. That's that lips sounds like Melantis, a biological lips manless. Manless. Melantis. Isn't Melantis that the lost is like, continent. No, that's like something you drink when you got an upset stomach. Oh, give me my Melantis. <laughs> this is also one of the more upsetting uh, makeup designs in the movie. Just because. Yeah. Uh, Did you recognize him? Yeah, it's Paul Zervino. Yeah. Man, he he must have just gotten done filming Goodfellas, and man, he just looks so like. Bleh. It's it's almost the fat guy from fucking. Uh, Monty Python. I almost expected him to ask for a mint and explode. Yeah. Not that he's super fat, but like his makeup is just all well. Yeah, his makeup is great, as yeah. is everybody in the movies. And now I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, why does the Joker's makeup suck so bad in Batman in 1989? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Hate exactly. the Joker's makeup in that. And then you look at this, and you're like, come on, crazy shit. Like, yeah, when did Baron Mooch hasn't come out? Like two years before, there was like an eighty-eight. Yeah. What happened? Why is? And that was actually made a couple years. Before, what happened like... to all this makeup artist? Yeah. I, and it's... then you can go look at Watchmen and look at their uh, Richard Nixon in that, and you're like, ugh. <laughs> and that's all the same. Like the guy who was like really in charge of the makeup on this, he didn't even do that much. So it's not like you think this guy would have gone on to become the preeminent makeup guy in Hollywood yeah. after this, but no, it just kind of. Well, I, guess, I don't think it's. I, I think guess it's the guy the did the... Pacino's makeup wound up being his like personal makeup That's guy for every other film he's ever done give pacino credit for at least having a sense of humor about like oh this guy made me a hideous monster i want well, him to make me up for every movie i'm in from now on this will do I, a little info here early pacino actually designed that like the, yeah if you look up like pacino dick tracy makeup you can see a bunch of iterations of the different makeup so, tests and then he designed it and they're like oh we'll use that one so big boy's a, co- a character from the original comic though right yeah so is this the one they kind of went off he, model he used to kind of be a fatter and had bigger head and stuff which makes sense all pacino being like the biggest name in the movie that makes sense they would kind of let him like instead of just making him look exactly like well if you look at the uh, little... if you look at the other like makeup tests they did for him it don't look like it's good oh, as yeah? the final version. I should I should have looked that stuff up. Did they? Do you know if they ever tried to put Warren Beatty in makeup? I think so, but the the I can see the why they story did. quote unquote is that the makeup artist, <laughs> the makeup artist said, "Oh, it'd be such a shame to cover up I'm that beautiful sure, yeah, face." Blame the ma- I'm sure it was the makeup artist that said that, and not Warren Beatty. Yeah, that was a big thing when this came out. Was like Dick Tracy fans being like. What, what the? F- where's it? Why? What? Where's his hook nose? Because Dick Tracy is as goony and weird looking as anyone else in that comic yeah. strip. Yeah. Well, he's very. He's that he's specific very profile. Square jawed, hook nose. That's the other thing. And, and like, oh, even, as, even if you're casting this movie, even if you don't put Dick Tracy in makeup, he, if they had gotten somebody like I, I, I'm assuming they must have originally wanted like Clint Eastwood or somebody in this movie. But if you had anybody oh, like. Like, even with, like, aside from even looking like Dick Tracy, but somebody with more gravitas and someone who could believe had been a cop for a while, Dick, Warren Beatty just comes across as a Hollywood actor pretending to be a comic book character. He doesn't feel like he's actually yeah. a cop. He doesn't have that grit or gravitas to him. Yeah. And, even, like, if, if he had that, the, like, the, that would have sold. That, at least that would have, like, smoothed over the rougher edges in this movie at least a little bit. But, no, it's just, yeah. So, monkey So, pants. we get to enjoy watching Lips eat oysters for a while, which is... Fucking disgusting. It goes on for a little while, too. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and well, he forces uh, Kate Capshaw from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade to come by and watch him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she, well, I do she like sit, she's just she like, sits down. Well, she sits down and she's like, can I leave? And he's like, why? <laughs> and she's like, watching you eat makes me sick. And he's like, what? I don't care. Um, yeah. But then some cops come in and they're like, we got to arrest warrant for you. Come on, lips. 
and they take him, and they're like, you too, Breathless, which I fucking don't know why they take her. Is she a character from the comic, too? I think so. Because Breathless Mahoney sounds like yeah, that would be a name I, from I the comic, I think I remember her being in the comic, but I I would imagine she I would maybe, know. even if, she might be a character who shows up in, like, two panels in one comic, yeah. like, 1943 or something like that. Um, um, but, oh, no, it turned out they're fake cops, because... Flat tops in the car. Well, I, d- I thought that was a cute gag, though. Fake cops arresting a gangster to trick him into getting in a car. And, yeah. So they can get uh, it. It does suck that Lips wasn't in the movie, like, more in it's, a little bit. Especially, I know Paul, Paul Sorvino is being a bigger name now. Like, in retroactively, you think would have been. I'm surprised. There there's is, a lot. Well, this the, movie's got a murderous row of weird actors that show up for literally two seconds. Well, apparently there's a longer cut. Warren Beatty said there was a longer cut, like, 30 minutes longer. Hmm. So I wonder if there's a bunch of stuff that got cut out of if that. You did if, actually, or if the montages are just actual scenes <laughs> Exactly, happening. yeah. I wonder if they, there there could have been some plot holes that could have been fixed with like more explanation for more footage that was cut out. Or, yeah. or if maybe it was just badly written to begin with. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, What's-His-Face has taken off to... Uh, Lips Manless is hauled off to a warehouse where yeah. he's giving a what's but, meant over. But before that, Dick Tracy and Tess are going into their diner that uh, yeah. they always eat at. And all of a sudden, a kid runs out, and some guy's like, Hey! Hey, you stole my watch! And Dick Tracy's like, Hey, kid, you stole that guy's watch? I'll chase you. Uh, and chases after him. You should read audiobooks. <laughs> I should. <laughs> not, even read, not even actually read the text, but just summation. Hey, and, and then he, and then... And then Hamlet says, Fuck you, I got a poison sword. Oh, you got a poison sword. Eat my balls. And Harry is all, When guy, Leviosa, and poof, and it flew, and wow... <laughs> Hermione's like, that's not how you say it. They say it like, yeah. It's so... Fake so. scar. <laughs> um, but um, the kid goes... The kid runs in front of a giant model train. Yeah, it really does look like a model train. Whatever they're doing here, yeah. Uh, I saw this is actually something happened where they were planning to shoot... They actually shot him, uh, the kid, on a set. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to merge more, more better. Uh, more better with the model train. But for some reason... They didn't think it looked right, so they just rotoscoped him just straight out of the footage. Hmm. So it's almost like an early example of what they do with, like, with CGI now, where you just film somebody on a green screen and throw throw them onto a computer-generated background, except this is a case where like they just cut him out of the footage, like the ground he was walking on and everything, and just put him on top of a painting, combined with the model. So it looks extra just unreal the shot yeah. when he's next to the train just because yeah he's he's not quite blue screen but it's yeah kind of just a weird look but yeah but the kid gets away from dick tracy and he goes in this little shack and that we, shack we does shake this guy's eating chicken and he's like tom waits chicken <laughs> tom waits is in there eating <laughs> chicken and he's like bucket-headed tom waits come have some chicken and he's like what'd you get he's like puts down the watch he's like got it and kid reaches for it, and he's like, Ugh! and hits yeah. the kid away. That's uh, Steve the Tramp, by the way. Oh, yeah. Who has, has a shit name. ton of makeup on his face, and you see him for like five seconds. He's one of the most made-up people in the movie, because, yeah. yeah, it's... it's. But then Dick Tracy's good. standing behind him, he's like, pick on Chubb on your own size, and then we see that Warren Beatty doesn't know how to throw a punch very well. No. He, like, all winds up all the way and just... I do swings. like the idea that they're fighting. The camera pulls out, and you see they're actually fighting. The, sh- the, the, the shack, shack is, is shaking. Rocking it's back like, and forth. Which, that's a fun cartoon in, in an all Robert Altman Popeye kind of way. I, yeah. I, I, I dug that. Yeah, then, cartoon physics come to life. But as Dick Tracy wins, he puts the handcuffs on him. He's like, this year old man. And the kid's like, go suck an egg. And I'm like, oh, this I is the f- hate this kid. You realize this kid is supposed to be... 
Which is funny because the kid is never that brassy throughout the rest of the film as he is here, but he's supposed to be obviously this tough, lovable kid. Just comes across as like a fucking schmuck. Well, that's kind of—I mean, kids were kind of like that in this era of movies in some ways. But it could have been. There's a more interesting version of this kid you could do. Oh, well, absolutely. More I mean, endearingly. Yeah. No, no doubt. A more endearing moppet. Let's put yeah. it this way. Make this, him endearing from the start. Don't try to make him endearing after we've already uh, already decided we don't like this him. This kid just looks like a reject from a cereal commercial and does not like. Again, there's no grit to him. Hey, he's just now, like. Be careful what you say because he's a lawyer. <laughs> Are you serious yeah, now? He's a lawyer now. So. <laughs> Allegedly, he looks like a reject. Uh, that's funny, because that, that means he followed in his father Peter Banning's footsteps and became a lawyer. Oh, no he, more fun for anybody. He did not become a pirate like the pirate king Captain Hook. Thomas made him do the thing. Mm-hmm. How you doing? <laughs> We gotta do Hook. Have you seen Hook, of right? Of course I've seen Hook. Can you pretend Hook. you've not done, seen Hook so we can talk about it? <laughs> oh, God. I, I, man, I, you know what? I haven't seen Hook since it was out. I can't, not that I even thought it was good back in the day, but that's such a potent slice of 90s bullshit. But anyway, yeah. Oh. So then we go back to the dock where uh, Al Pacino is introduced and he's like, Hiya, big boy. I want you to sign the deed. And he's like, The deed to the club. And he's like, Yeah, you look like you need a bath. And he's like, not the bath, not the bath. And they put him in a box and dump cement all over him. And he's like, and falls through a trap. In HD, that cement looks kind of fucked up, too. Because it's obviously like house paint and like oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Aah. oh, and fucking he's a uh, fucking uh, this is we got a thing going on here with Italian uh, actors crushing walnuts. Oh, well, yeah. Threatening yeah. people, gangster guys. I as, love like, the calling card. They're good for your health. I believe he says at some point. I think good for your liver specifically. Oh, yeah, liver. Yeah. Good for your liver. Uh, Which, but, I, and then he, he goes over to Breathless and he's like, how do you want it? And I don't think she responds. He goes, he's like, a dame who doesn't wear a mink around me don't wear nothing at all. And she's like, I look good in both. And here we find you know, out of, Madonna can't act. You know a lot of Steve from Madonna, huh? <laughs> I just, just, Compared to how okay, here's blazingly the unpleasant Al Pacino is in this movie, at least she's kind of milk. She kind of hangs back a little bit. Um, um, she is a very poor substitute for Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. If you remember back then, people were like, oh, Madonna's the next Marilyn Monroe. And she's this, like this, Con she's or this generation's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. People used to say that shit, and then you see her in this movie. I, I'm i seeing her in this movie a couple months, you know, after seeing Some Like a Hot, and I'm like, this is not fucking a replacement was, I think for was Marilyn Sean, Monroe. Sean Young was supposed to be, she got booted off. Well, she wasn't playing, she must have been playing Test True Heart, yeah. not this, because yeah. this role seems kind of designed cons- for Madonna. They considered a couple... They considered Sharon Stone for Breathless and mm. Michelle Pfeiffer. I guess they could have dubbed. Yeah, instead of having a music star, you could have. They could have. They would have sunk just as well as Madonna in this movie because she sucks. I mean, the character's not that great either. But yeah, yeah but yeah, Al Pacino just being consistently unpleasant in a way that's not necessarily fun to watch. At least the Joker is entertaining. Well, that's another funny thing about the like, so Dick Tracy. Well, people have always talked about how. Batman ripped off its rogues gallery from Dick, or at least not ripped off because there's not a lot of characters that are analogous from Dick Tracy to Batman. Mm-hmm. But like people pointed out that like Batman's rogues gallery didn't really start popping until Dick Tracy's rogue gallery started growing, and it was obviously some kind of like little cold war of like who can create the most fucking ridiculous rogues gallery for their cartoon characters. Yeah, and 
Big Boy Caprice ain't no Joker. He's not that interesting. You almost could have taken him on the back. Actually, if this movie well, actually been okay, about flat but top, hey, hey, now versus you're comparing the movie version I, of that to the too. comic version of the but Joker. At, at least their interpretation of. I think Big Boy's fine in this movie. I like Al Pacino in this he's movie. A little, I don't know. Yeah. At certain times, you're like, eh. But other times, when his when he's being like. I think when Al Pacino went off script is when you think I got all when it when it when it got good because the whole the whole last scene where he's like running with Tess yeah that whole section where he's just rambling to her that's good shit <laughs> most kind of crazy old man and where most of it's ADR where yeah. it's like six months after I the didn't filming do it. I didn't do it they're not, they're not gonna believe me I didn't do it now you believe me don't you I didn't have no contender there's you can tell again they were trying to fix a lot of plot holes in this movie because half the time when someone's back is turned and suddenly they'll like declare some kind of piece of information or something. Think of the film yeah yeah it's 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 pretty funny um but yeah so lips manless goes bye-bye and uh big boy caprice lays claim to mm-hmm. and then we're back at the diner where the kid now as we state laid uh the um the fact that when the scene with the fat guy eating in victor victoria i do not like to see people eat uh-huh. i don't like to see people eat you don't like the messily you don't like the sound of people eating? And I hate the sound of people eating, as you are well-versed with. Um, but the this, the kid eating steak with his bare hands and shits all over his face. <laughs> and this goes on for a while, and, yeah, too. And it's it's like, not, like, subtle or... It's fucking disgusting. Well, I also... This seems to be... Again, there's a lot of... Fuck oh. you, phone. Turn off. There's a lot of ADR in this movie, too, because... Or in this scene, because they try to, like... I guess they try to make a joke out of it, the fact that he's constantly eating. But in order to put more of a punchline to that every time like his voice every time his mouth is not seen on the cam on camera they like, you could see his voice is adr and saying can we eat now yeah. when next time we're gonna eat as if you didn't already get the point that this kid's really hungry because it's just a montage of him eating for three minutes yeah. and it's just kind of like boring and, uh, just... and I, even when i was little i didn't like the kid yeah the kid it's just it's the wrong character to especially this movie's already off to a slow start and then having a fucking this montage movie, of a kid the kid eating. adds nothing to the movie that's he doesn't need to be in if it. this movie had been more about a gangland thing about big boy actually this is one of my notes later is actually if you take out breathless well not even the breathless mahoney thing but the take out what's what's the faceless dude's face i just call him the no blank face. if you take out the blank and the kid in this movie you already tighten up this movie a lot more yeah or you got more screen if it was more about a legitimate gang war uh dick tracy versus the gangs rather than like everyone being manipulated by a character whose motivations are made not clear until the end of the movie and wasting all the screen time with this kid who gives a fuck about this kid mm-hmm. that movie would have been a lot it would have been a more pulpy and worrying kind of like what they were going for but no they waste a lot of time on bullshit in this movie well that's i think they're trying to make dick tracy seem like a human but yeah but they don't do a good job with it again if you had different actors in these roles it could have like kind of like pulled that off but no and so it's just yeah so they called dick tracy on his radio and he's like i'm out of here bitches and he leaves and the kid while while tess is watching him go the kid takes the money off the table He's like, I don't like games. And she's like, good, me either. Do you want a broken arm? And he puts the money back on the table. He's like, yeah, you should threaten this impudent little child. Just pull a gun on him. Just not even say anything, but just click. Yeah. (laughs) So they bring Flattop in for questioning and uh, Itchy in for questioning. But they don't get anything out of him. So he's like, bring me mumbles. I do like how you could just, like, bring me this gangster. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to, I mean, you don't need to warn anything. You can just bring him up for question. For some reason, Mumble shows up with no pants on? 
Yeah, that was weird. Which again, I wanted to delete scene or something like that, but he's just in his, his garters and uh, his under his boxers. Uh, yeah, uh, I've, I I caught a little bit of this movie on HBO back in the day. I remember fucking Rain Man shows up in this yeah. thing, which I had to look it up to see if Rain Man became came out before or after this to see whether or not this was the genesis. See, I of like the Rain Man. I stick. like Pacino. I like Dustin Hoffman in this. I yeah. like I like all the villains. And Warren Beatty just weighs the whole thing down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just really... Again, if you had this movie more about the mob. About the mobsters. Dick Tracy was the mob. Yeah, this yeah. is like... It's like yeah, I love his... Because you can tell he's actually saying stuff. Yeah. If you slow it down, you can... Yeah, yeah. but he's just like... And do you like he's got a little bit yeah. of a makeup where his lips are a little bit twisted? Yeah. And he's got weird kind of like gray hair or whatever, but yeah. So we cut back and forth between Mumples being interrogated and Pacino at his club... Rehearsing one of the worst acts ever, and they they linger on it for so long. And I read, mm. I read one of the pieces of trivia that like the girls were, are intentionally performing badly because that's the joke of the film. I'm yeah. like, you do not sh- that is not made apparent that this is a joke. Um, I mean, Al Pacino is walking around singing with them and dancing with them, which is funny. But the fact they're the girls are doing it badly, it just makes it this... it's just bad. It's you, just bad. It's this not is the, the length of a musical number in this movie where it's an ineptly produced musical number that yeah. you're watching with Al Pacino. My note right here is there's nothing kids want to see more in a summer blockbuster than Al Pacino with 40 pounds of rubber on his face on a body pillow shoved up his shirt, groping Madonna and trying to dance along as she half-heartedly rehearses a 30s musical number. Because he's getting like, all involved. He's all like, yeah, I do you know like what? he's looping okay, yeah, and dancing. No, I would like that scene if it was a different song and they were actually singing it well. And if it was a peppy song, like a catchy... Yeah. There's no catchy songs. That's the thing. Like No, there's one catchy song. Which one? Is it the more number? <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, according no, well, to talk, the making I'll, of Dick Tracy documentary I, I just it. watched on YouTube, that is the smash hit from this summer blockbuster. Dick Tracy is the t- <laughs> number more, which I just finished watching the movie, and I'm like, what? Oh, I, yeah, I guess. I, that's, they the did, that's the one they were rehearsing. They did sing the word more a couple times, yeah. but I didn't recognize that as being a distinctive Thanks, number. Thanks, Steven Sondheim. Oh, man, he was tired that day. That <laughs> afternoon, he just bashed out these songs. Yeah. Um. Oh, did we? Did we? Uh, One detail from uh, when Dick Tracy is interrogating Rain Man. Mm-hmm. That fucking polar bear cooler yes. with the faucet for a penis. Yes. That is amazing. <laughs> I want five. I thought you, you were going to have like some fact. You were going to be like, that's the mold from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. Yeah. But you're just like, I want it. Uh, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg owns the original uh, <laughs> polar bear penis faucet. Um, it's in the that- Smithsonian. That, that looks is, like some shit you can get at like Crate Barrel or no World Market. It or really one of those is. Things. It looks like something somebody built in a fever dream. But I, 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 I don't know if it was just maybe after like that terrible musical number. I was just looking for some kind of entertainment when that showed up. I just started laughing my ass off. But yeah. Um, so they interrogate him by shining a bright light on Mumbles, uh, and they're like, "He wants some water." And he's like, "Maybe, maybe, which I did, not, I did not realize. Yeah, that that being some plot point later. And what he's Dick Tracy's out. like, you heard him. Get him out of here. There's his his testimony, and the lady who's been typing out is like, what? So they go down to Which the again, club. I thought was, that was cute. Yeah, they go to the club where. Well, no, anything about the gangsters is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if, if, if Dick Tracy is in the scene. Um. So they go to the club. They work around Dick Tracy. Yeah. yeah, be, yeah they go to the club and arrest. 
Oh yeah, he just just big flat boy. out arrest big boy. Yeah. yeah. And then also Dick Tracy does it on a warehouse where because a cop had followed the the bad guys to the warehouse, but he got shot uh, while phoning in. Hey, something's going on down here. And they find some walnuts on the oh, ground. That's right, yeah. And he's like, walnuts. They're and, good for the liver. <laughs> and he hangs his entire arrest of Big Boy on the hope that in the morning, yeah, the fingerprint boys will have, will have fingerprints yeah, on the, the walnuts. Uh, um, he hopes, yeah, the arrest will stick. Yeah. But they lead Big Boy away, and Dick Tracy's like looking at it. He notices that uh, Breathless has an earring that matches the one that oh, was he found at the warehouse. Um, we're jumping ahead a little bit here by. Uh, Dick Tracy is saved later by the fact that he's got a recording of Mumble saying Big Boy did it. Uh huh. Why doesn't he use it now? If this is all he needs to put Big Boy away, well, I think it's probably. Is it that he not figures out that no, he Mumble's th- well, Big I'm Boy did it later? I'm gonna guess because th- yeah, that was coercion. Okay. I think even when but they're leaving, even they slow when, it no, down no, later. even when he no, that does not evidence though. Even when they're they're taking um. Mumbles away. It's hard to think about this movie. Mumbles away. One of the other cops says it's coercion. Dick, it'll never. Oh, is that what stand it is? up okay, in court, yeah. or the DA will never allow it, or whatever. I do like Dick Tracy's like older dude. Two dudes are hanging out with him. Yeah, one of them's a dude. It's it's uh uh one of the guys from uh, it's it's the dad from Rushmore, and then another random mm. dude are kind of like his older partners. Yeah, yeah. I do like they they kind of provide the cop running commentary. Yeah. Whenever Dick Tracy's they're not not there to explain something. He's like, oh, Dick Tracy's up on that roof. What's happening here? You know, yeah. So stuff. But Dick Tracy um, follows her back to her dressing room and starts to come in and she's like you're breaking and entering you know oh yeah like, starts to leave and she's like come back and he comes back in and oh, yeah. madonna comes out from Turn behind the seduction she, oh she's awful she is not a seductress well you got it her not being a seductress and him just being terrible too and it's just like watching two fish stare at each other in a mirror <laughs> yeah but she comes out in a slinky negligee and you can see her titties can you see her you, uh, She's how much I was paying attention. There's definitely, I was like, I was kind of looking, I was like, is she naked on that? And there's a little itty bitty scene where she like hands him a drink and you can totally see her nip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just love that shit though. <laughs> there's a scene oh, later. If you want to see Madonna naked, there is plenty of stuff <laughs> online say, that you can look uh, up. I remember back in the day, it's a later scene, but she actually shows up at his apartment and she takes her top off mm-hmm. and she's still got a, like a negligee underneath, but she's like, hey, you want to fifth me? I remember that being played on advertisements all over the fu- it was all over like mtv back in the yeah, day yeah yeah it was like right before the sex no i remember i definitely remember shit. a couple scenes from the trailer yeah there's a couple like, I, like bits when this movie would show up like oh i remember seeing that like non-stop for yeah. three months like 25 years ago but yeah um so yeah she tries to seduce dick tracy it don't work also no one wants to his name is dick at least Bat- well, Batman sounds stupid, too, but Dick, that's no hero. Now everyone wants Dick would, Tracy. Would you prefer Richard? I mean, my middle name is Richard. I mean, that's, I'm projecting. I'm, well, I'm a little, little sensitive about the dick issue, but yeah. I think, um, And I think Madonna's titties being out in this whole scene <laughs> really, like, drives home that they don't know if they wanted this, I think. I feel yeah, they can't decide if it's a movie for the chillins or for the adultins i think that their idea their misjudged idea was like all the little all the kid stuff is for the kids and madonna for the dads and everything else is for Maybe. who the fuck knows <laughs> but instead of like try, uh, striking a consistent tonal tonal consistency throughout the whole film it's, it's one of those lumpy things where like some hollywood executives like if you just put this random element in here for this part of the audience and this random element in here without 
caring about how they mix or mm-hmm. how the whole movie works together. You get shit like this where it's just like, what? What is this movie? Who is this movie for? And that's yeah, that's why you go with this movie. Yeah, Dick Tracy goes back to his apartment, and his girlfriend's there sleeping on the chair. And she gets up and she's like, "It's six a.m. I gotta go. There's gonna be flowers arriving soon." And he kisses her, but he's thinking about that breathless. Oh, she's so nice. Oh, she's so blonde. She's she's so Italian. How that gap know? in her teeth is so good. Uh, and then... She got crazy arms. Sometimes when she's singing and dancing, I forgot how like how, what guns Madonna had yeah, back in the. She had those true. stringy like yeah. Soviet like I've been working in a coal mine arms, not like super big and bulky, but yeah. not not what you think would not Marilyn Monroe arms. Yeah, yeah, she looks like she could rip your fucking eyes out of their sockets. Fucking blade on her side. Yeah. Um. So then we find I've out. I've lost the plot here. I so can't remember. then we get an angry Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van oh, Dyke you here. Get... I'm glad because I was afraid he was only going to show up in one scene. I'm glad he shows up at least in like two scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the chief of police is wearing Hudsucker from the Hudsucker proxy. Yeah. Uh, also plays Papio Daniel in Oh Brother Arthur, so he gets to use his Irish accent in a couple different movies. Although he his Irish accent in this movie kind of goes away depending on the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the yeah, district attorney, Dick Van Dyke. He's like, you gotta control Dick Tracy. He can't be arresting people without evidence. I'm running for mayor. <laughs> I know that's that is pretty much all he says. That is his line in that scene. Yeah. Cut. Jump to the next scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny because I actually uh, uh, whatever the next scene is, it's Dick Tracy and the kid again, and you see like right literally the next scene after he says. I'm running for mayor. There's a sign that says D.A. Fletcher running for mayor, which I'm like, okay, let's wait wait to drive home the point. But yeah, okay. Well, yeah. And as, how is it? I think it's when. Yeah, as they're leaving, there's Dick Tracy and Tess and the kid are all leaving the diner. You see Flat Top and Itchy are watching them from across the street. And if Dick Tracy was a good cop, he'd be like, there's a guy with a flat top over there watching me. I wonder if that's Flat Top. (laughs) There's a monster in a car across the street. I wonder what's up here. This person he know he brought Flat Top in for questioning the night before. Yeah. He thinks, <laughs> yeah. So, so then we get a, a a great montage building character of the kid by making him say when we. Okay, that's what I was again. talking about earlier when about how eat. it's all ADR. Yeah. yeah, like what are we gonna mm-hmm. eat? Mm-hmm. Throws it on his head. When we eat, ah, it's good. He, good. he hungry. It's hilarious. Uh, and Larry. And then there's an awkward scene where they're sitting in the car, Dick and Tess, and the kids in between them, and Dick Tracy. He's so good at his job, and he's so professional at his job, but he can't find the words to ask her to marry him. Is this it's so hard? He's like, uh, yeah, I just just thinking that a woman like you shouldn't be living alone. So I was worried if um oh, so is that hot in here? There's a, there's no. T- I love there's the no. idea of him just roaring that out in a way that startles the kid. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> the kid fucking jumps out of the car. He's like, what the fuck? Um. Yeah. And again, I could see what they were going for—the kind of coin, or they will they do it, or they don't. But it's just yeah. so chaste and kind of like not an entertaining way. Where it's no. just, yeah, it's just kind of why this so, is. Yeah. This is about exciting Dick, watching paint dry. Dick Tracy walks Tess up to her door, 
and the kid wakes up in the car. Oh, it's the one thing the kid does in this movie that actually helps out in any <laughs> yeah. kind of way. Yeah. No, there's two things. Really? Yeah. Wow. Then the car, there's a car driving. Where dri- he magically teleports there's... into a scene that he shouldn't even been in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a car driving towards him, and somehow the kid knows that it's going to be a drive-by somehow. And he rolls down the window, and this is one of the other scenes that was in every trailer. Yeah. Hey, Tracy, watch out! And, and Dick Tracy, like, pulls Tess to the side, and then the gangsters shoot the other half of the building where they're at. They're not even close to where Tracy Action is. Packs. Tracy could have just stood around, turned around and gone, and been <laughs> Which, fine. I get the feeling this happens to him every other day, so he really would be not like, oh, well, what's yeah, going on? That happens, and then Tess is like, I think... All right, well, cool. She is nonplussed by this. They're... She doesn't care. She's like, yeah, I kind of wish I would stop Again, getting shot at. I love Tess as a character. The idea of like her going, yeah, well, we almost got murdered. If there was an actress who like actually made her nonchalance entertaining, but as it is, no, it just seems like she wasn't there. Like she wasn't there. Felt like she didn't even know what like scene she's acting. She's just like. Like, they had the stand in there for, like, the scene where she almost gets shot, and they put the actress in, and she's like, oh, like, after they filmed, they're just like, oh, was I supposed to be reacting to the fact that we almost got murdered? Like, <laughs> oh, keep it, whatever, we did the first take, whatever, yeah. yeah, let's just go. And then there's a nice, yeah. quick little scene of, like, Dick Tracy going through cars, but looking at different car types, being like, no, mm-hmm. no, no. I feel like Dick Tracy should know what kind of fucking make and model of car that was. It's not like there Especially were a ton back in the 30s. Fucking, he knows, like, there's three specific gangs are coming out, and, like, this, what car does flat top drive? Like, yeah. there's that, not that hard, yeah. Um, but then, uh, Breathless shows up at his office, and she's got a drink, and she's like, I'm glad you called me in. She, like, crawls on his desk with her ass in the air. You know, for the kids. I saw, I was like, I had to stop. <laughs> that happened, and I was like, is this, is she gonna, like, fall off? Like, I thought there was gonna be a physical comedy bit. Where she's you like, turn the sound up really high, you hear a little... <laughs> <laughs> Like, Tooth, she's, right in was Tracy's she just gonna face. like park her anus on his nose? <laughs> like was that if he if he hadn't like said anything like cause that's almost like she's presenting like an animal on his table. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But then she pours him a drink. It's not romantic. Like, it's not noir no. in the way that like trying to make the. Well, that's what I was saying. Is. This, kinda... this is probably how they act at home. And and <laughs> and Warren Beatty was like. Yeah, that's hot. Let's do, do it, it yeah, in the keep movie. Keep it in, yeah. You, do you it in do, the movie. You do this in your stage show all the time. Why don't you just put in this movie? And but then he drops, oh. he drops the earring in her drink and is like, "I know you were there. I need you to testify." And she's like, oh, "I love you for some reason that is unexplained in the movie." She just got such a raging boner. Her dick. She really her. wants to bone him. And is like in love with him, but they never establish why or anything. And let's say even when the the no face character shows up, it still doesn't plug in to figure how like how it meshes with her character and everything else she's doing. Just just doesn't gel. It's like completely yeah. just. But shit she's happens, like, but... I won't testify. And then she it's like starts crying. She's like, Oh, it's so mean to me. It's she's a little bit unstable, a little schizophrenic. Yeah. yeah, which I don't believe unless I mean assume she's smart enough. That's an act too, but. Mm-hmm. If it's not, then how is she like so smart to like do this and be the, the, the be the the fucking blank and all the same? That's yeah. oh gosh. And as she's driving away, there's a song playing on the radio that's like, "Now I'm following you." It's that's like the subtlety, name of the song. subtlety, guys. I looked at really the subtle. That, well, that's what because like, <laughs> because Dick Tracy is following her. Wow, what a quinky dink! <laughs> I really do think. That Steven Sondheim was like, you know what? I'll write songs for you, but I charge $35,000 an hour. Foreign Bay is like, we only have $35,000. Like, well, I'll write whatever I can dash off in an hour. That's what you're getting. I'm not even going to write the music. You're just, I'm just going to write a bunch of random lyrics, and you have to figure out how the hell to 
fucking match this to a, uh, a song. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's, it happens to be a gangster meeting happening at the top of the club. Yeah, I skipped a lot of my notes here, yeah. Um, you spent all your energy writing down well, stuff about was... Matt painting the credits. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> to, to be fair, it did take me half an hour to get through the first 30 seconds of the movie because <laughs> yeah. I was right. But no, like, I think I was actually just watching the movie for once. It was, I oh, was, okay. yeah. Um, well, yeah, because this seems well, great there's... because it's Pacino sitting there. Okay, here's the deal. I'm going to be in charge. Oh, it's that Because scene. I'm okay, the yeah. king. I'm the guy. I'm the man with the plan. And they're like, oh. and then, and he's got all the rest of the gangsters. pretty much left surviving in the movie that didn't get, get killed off in the first scene, including James Conn, who played. Wait, have you seen the Godfather movies? I've seen the first one. Uh, okay, so yeah, you know, like James Conn and yeah. Yeah, Pacino between those yeah. two guys, yeah, the connection. But, uh, yeah, James Conn is sitting there with his shitty little mustache. He doesn't have any makeup on aside from like not the shitty. Really? It's not like he's he's the butt or he gets up. He's got <laughs> well, he could be. Butt. He could be. He could just stands <laughs> up and all of a sudden he wasn't sitting in a chair at all. It was just a boy. He's Tommy Toes. He's just got normal-sized shoes, but, like, huge fucking <laughs> toes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, he, he decides he doesn't even want any part of uh, uh, Big Boy's plan to be the new Napoleon well, of he crime. he stands up, and, and Pacino's like, if we're all not in, it doesn't work. And he's like, well, I'm not in, so I guess it doesn't work. Yeah, eat my balls. He walks out of there, and Pacino's like, maybe he'll come around. But then he goes down to a car. This is like you can have more of a like. This is a nice like, explosion. Uh, no, they they do a good job blowing up cars. Like the this. top of the car just later. Sails there's off. a big Tommy gun thing where all the they're trying to get the like big boys trying to like, escape the club later and they're blowing up cars yeah. and they're like I oh, should big. yeah I should say that um, while all this is happening inside the club, uh, the two cops are parked outside and they're like, "What's Tracy doing up there?" And Tracy's climbing along the building, you know. And he's very subtle, though. It's a good thing he's not dressed all in a bright yellow Nuclear. jumpsuit. I mean, you could just take that off, and he'd be way less conspicuous. Yeah. yeah. But and no. I do like he essentially gets to the point where he's standing right next to Flat Top. As Flat Top, he comes out to the window to watch the explosion happen. Yeah. And, like... Flat top of us have no peripheral vision because like Dick Tracy's like standing in nuclear <laughs> yellow coat like right next to him yeah. like right next to the window yeah we're about as close as you and I are together recording yeah. this yeah um yeah so the thing goes boom and is this also the scene where Dick Tracy then jumps off the building onto a flag or a, on, la- a lamp post yeah and the stuntman waxes fucking so hard. I watch that again. Oh, oh his face! It's one of those things where I wonder if the when they cut to to show Dick Tracy stunt double, then like finishing his descent onto the ground, that must have been another stuntman or filmed the next day. Because <laughs> that stuntman, yeah, it's a rigid pull too. It's not like yeah. a stunt pull. Maybe it had some kind of foam stuff on it, but like he launches himself, and he waxes his face yeah. so hard. You go back and watch it. It's like. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. I'm almost surprised he just just doesn't drop. But then, yeah, you see, like, yeah, Dick Tracy comes he's out. He's a like, professional. Hey, okay, how you yeah. But yeah, that poor guy. Oh, uh, we're also kind of introduced. We got introduced to him a little bit earlier, but he was in the background. Uh, Mandy Patinkin shows up. The weirdest haircut. I yeah, like yeah, not much is, makeup, but they give him this that's, weird. That's kind of what makes him unrecognizable. It's almost like. Somebody gave him a bowl <laughs> cut, but tilted the bowl too far back, so just a bunch of his forehead it's like got he's, trimmed he's off. He's got RoboCop's haircut, where it's just the f- bowl in the front, like you can almost remove his face yeah, as a there one you piece go. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. With his, but his hair is growing from one ear to the other, <laughs> yeah. like laid over as like this fucking rainbow of brown yeah. hair. It's he's, the weirdest He's thing. playing 88 Keys, the piano player. Is that at from the, the old uh, comic, too? Yeah. I don't know. You're asking yeah. me to remember stuff that I read. 
dead over um, 20 years nice ago. nice to see. You know, I didn't realize, because I guess Mandy Patinkin is a singer, because he was in Sunday at the Park with George. Yeah. I, it's funny, because he's actually worked with Sondheim before. Yeah, I didn't think we'll about that. We'll get there. Okay. Um, so Pruneface is like, hey, when can we kill Tracy? I want to kill Tracy. And uh, Pacino, or Big Boss, whatever you want to call him, is like, we can't kill Tracy, because if the Tracy dies, it comes back on me! Despite the fact that Flattop just tried to kill Tracy like three hours earlier. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm assuming he was doing that as an own volition, not initially on the commands of Big Boy, but yeah. Yeah. But then we get a little bit more. Then when it's the next day. Oh, so... What? When do they plant the bug? Is that the That's next later. Scene? Okay, yeah. Um, That's my next note. Oh, okay. I was... I, to be fair, really? that, my excuse is that I was watching yeah. the film, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, we get the kid and Tracy in Tracy's apartment. Uh, there's also a scene like where they take him out earlier to buy a suit, so he's not dressed right anymore. Exactly. But, but nothing, never, ha- nothing, nothing, nothing happens, happens there. So yeah, it's not um, like the kids complaining about the suit that Tessa's trying to put him into, but you never get to see like what the yeah. But then Tracy's like, "There's so no buy follow the up. suit you like." Um, but then there's a knock at the door, and and some lady's like, "It's Mrs. Scam from the welfare department." And Dick Tracy's like, "Oh, all right." And he opens the door while the kid's climbing out the window, and it's a trick. It's Flattop and Itchy, and it's just like, a good lady voice. Yeah, they're like, "Let's go, Tracy." So, uh, the kidnapped Tracy in broad ass daylight. Yeah, I can't remember his from results. his own apartment. Yeah, which and like make him get in the car, and the kid like steals Tracy's wallet. Oh, I remember. What and like this... takes the money out and is gonna throw the wallet which away is a with weird the police thing badge. Because suddenly now he's gonna betray Dick. Well, I guess maybe he feels like maybe he well, got he sold out Tracy. by Dick Tracy. Well, no, since... he wasn't betray. I don't know. It but make... anyway, he sees the gangsters lead Tracy in the car. He's like, oh, I better follow, and then he jumps on the back of the car and they drive away. Yeah. Um. So they take Tracy down to a basement and sit him at a table. Big Boy comes in and is like, we got to work together, you and I. Here's a bunch of money. And Dick Tracy, like, counts it. He's like, oh, that's a lot of money. You're trying to bribe a man of the law! And throws the money at There's a weird moment where the movie thinks it's going to trick you into thinking he's going to take... We're watching Dick Tracy. You know this. He's not... Yeah, it's it's like if, like, the Joker gave Batman, like, here's the button. This button will blow up all of Gotham for no reason. Do you push it? Like, no. And then you spend five minutes just having Batman stare at the button. Oh, no, I'm not going to push it. Okay, well, great. Yeah, you just juked me out. Um, I paid eight bucks to see this shit. Jesus Christ, man. But then Uh, Pacino's like, that's a shame. Now you got to die. So they tie Dick Tracy up to uh, a chair in front of a boiler. And they're like, this is going to be a happy accident. This place has been overdue for an accident. I thought it was going to be a gas explosion, but no, they just, like, set the boiler up to explode. Yeah, yeah it's a conventional, just, like, yeah. So they all leave. And then the kid comes up to him and is like, Tracy! And Tracy's like, get out of here, kid! But then the kid throws, he remembers the movie from his future where he <laughs> plays baseball and throws a baseball <laughs> out the window and smashes through, climbs down in There's there. There's a scene earlier where Tess needlessly throws away a baseball into a garbage can. I know it's to yeah, show that she's tough and she can throw a baseball well, but she's throwing a gun, yeah. perfectly new baseball into a garbage can. That's a fine point. Just throwing it out there, because <laughs> I, I know the movie's trying to impress me with how one of a good marksman is, but she's just throwing it in, like, and she's yes. not going back for it. You are wasteful, woman. That's it's a depression, man. You just throw away a baseball. How much money are you making working, making flowers and shit? Anyway, Have yeah. you seen the sandlot? Those kids go <laughs> know, crazy trying on. to get their balls back. Oh. 
Christ. So, but yeah, so yeah, he throws yeah, the a boilers base- go And for crazy. some reason, throwing a baseball through the basement window makes the whole thing kind of fly out, <laughs> yeah. and he uses a piece of glass to cut yeah. Dick Tracy's... So our hero is yeah. rescued by an eight-year-old boy. Oh, that's the second time. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot about um, that. Yeah. So they get outside, and I do like the fact the explosion is what a like boiler explosion would look like if there's not a bunch of flames and yeah, exactly, shooting yeah. after them. It's just a burst. Everything explodes. It's a big fucking hot steamy fart. Yeah. And then the next scene is Pacino. I own you! I own you! Yelling at the guy and he turns around and it turns out it's the DA and Stick Van Dyke! He's He's in Pacino's back pocket. Who could have seen that twist coming? Is that the I scene where they're at the didn't. cemetery? Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of like it's all matte painting at cemetery night. with a big giant moon, which is kind of like, yeah, a little goony looking, but yeah. Yeah. Um, again, again, at least you get to see two more seconds of uh, Dick, Tr- or, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Inexplicably in this movie. <laughs> um, uh, he must have voted a favor or something. But something. then again, or he could be a, just a huge fan of Dick, or, uh, Dick Tracy. I, mean, I think about that, actually, because that would be, yeah. Man, can we do the Dick Van Dyke show? I've seen it. I, 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 I've seen it. You make a fine point, Bill. Thank you. Just throwing that out there. You're throwing it out there. So we get more scenes with Madonna and she shows up. Random scenes. She shows up. Her just looking at a flower. Another she's shopping. I think this is the scene. She shows up at Dick Tracy's apartment. And is this the frisk me scene? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't frisk me. And to be fair, her body does look quite nice. No, that's why she got some titty. titty uh, so how you doing? I think yeah, she looks that is, a, that is actually is, a flattering dress. Yeah, this is probably the outfit she, she looks best in in this whole movie. Because it makes her titties. So she's like, it looks, like, <laughs> looks like her neck is just tits down to her belly it button. It looks like something I would want Madeline Kahn to wear. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not Madonna. Yeah, as I say this with a giant poster of Madeline Kahn overlooking us, but yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. This, this character, if it had been played by like someone like Madeline Kahn, would it actually just... be kind of funny and kooky and... This isn't going to play well for a podcast, Bill, but you should reprint that and Photoshop your head onto uh, his face. Yeah, the poster we're talking about, it's a still from Young Frankenstein where uh, Gene Hackman is kind of like uh, exasperated at the... Gene Hackman? Gene Hackman? Oh, technically he is in that movie. Wait, who's the main guy in your Frankenstein? Gene Hackman. Who's, wait, what's his name? God. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. <laughs> oh, Gene Wilder, Malachi, the end. <laughs> Long day. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, man. Ooh. But uh, she's like, I can't testify a big boy it would kill me in Dick Tracy's like, he'd have to kill me first, because I'd be watching you 24-7. He's already been, been ambushed by the and then monsters five and times in this movie. Like, I'm a woman. Okay. And he, she kisses him, but Tess was walking back with ice cream with the kid, and she sees it, and she's like, oh, and goes to the side, because she doesn't want Dick Tracy to know that she saw him kissing a strange Very fair. Woman. Dick Tracy did not have to kiss her. No, he could have just just like, fucking lady, neck what up. the fuck? He's been doing but a good job with this whole time. Madonna is such a temptress. <sighs> How do you live without Madonna's lips on your lips and just, yeah. Those lips have such touch Sean At Penn's least they wiener. didn't reserve. They broke out the nukes when they, that titty dress. At least that's more of an, ex- at least that provides some kind of an excuse as to why his, 
his resolve would break down at this moment. But yeah, it's not because of Madonna. It's about what's covering up Madonna. And I've, um, I've kind of been feeling this way through the whole watching of the movie, but this is where I wrote it down that I have, I take umbrage with the fact that they wrote Dick Tracy as such an asshole. Asshole how? Well, just kind of like... Just like the whole this whole thing where he's like obsessed with Breathless needlessly when he's already got a lady. And she, there's a scene later yeah. where she's like, can we be together? And he's like... Or she's like, kiss me or something, or say you want me, and she's like, it would hurt somebody I love. Not, I don't want to say that because I love somebody They're else. They're trying too He's hard. saying, yeah. it would hurt someone else I love. No, just be like, sorry, I'm taken. I'm in love with this lady. Yeah. You're, hey, they're, you're, they're confusing stoicism with just being a schmuck. Yeah. Yeah. With being an asshole. So. Yeah. Again, it's just like basic tonal issues with the screenplay. It's just poorly written. Yeah. And like every aspect of this movie has problems. If they shored up a couple of those aspects, at least a lot of some of the other stuff would have been better off. But yeah, no, it's yeah. just. Yeah. Again, he's not an interesting. He's an, It's not an interesting version of this character being played by a very bland man. Yeah. So, yeah. So 88... every, every problem with the character of the script is, is amplified as a result of that. But yeah. So they come inside. Breathless leaves. Tess sits down on the couch. He's like, oh, no, no. I'm the most interesting character. <laughs> is this where she just gets up and goes to her mother's place? Not quite yet, but this okay. is where the seed is planted that thing, not all is right in Ogdenville. Um, <laughs> this is, yeah, I guess then, this is the second act slide where everything starts to fall apart. Mandy Patinkin's walking through a big warehouse and he walks up to a thing and all of a sudden there's a voice that's like, Take that note and give it to big boy. You sound like the emperor. Yeah, I know. Do it. I, I, uh, do it. You do it. Um, Greg to... Knight on Twitter correctly pointed out that she sounds exactly like Boosh from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Princess Leia's, uh, yeah. yeah, her, her it's robot It's probably voice. the same It effect. probably is. They probably got the same effects. I did guy. it really good last night when I had some phlegm in my throat, but yeah. I don't have any phlegm in but my throat. But it is a very, so dis- I, I mean, it, it sounds like Bush. It's like, yeah. Now, what the Yeah. Perfect. Wait, did Bush speak Huttese? Oh. Relax for a moment. Your eyesight will return in time. Yeah. Um, um, but give Big Boy that letter. Grabble, 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 grabble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which, again, I didn't quite understand, like, what was going on with the letter. Because, again, like, you don't know, like, 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 so no yeah, it doesn't make offering sense. to get rid of Dick Tracy for $10,000. Yeah, for 10% Which? of the profit. Oh, is that whatever. what it is? Yeah. I thought it was just 10000 bucks. So I was like, why would Big Boy not take him up and, like, you fucking murder the guy if he doesn't? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and if he um, doesn't get rid of him, you don't have to pay him, I guess, maybe, yeah. or Oh, whatever. which, actually, this also leads to one, of, again, f- shoring up, like, a fucking leftover plotline at the very end of the movie where someone's like, all right, ADR, can't with the ADR, it's, it's, I'll, I'll mention that later, but, yeah, um, um this, this sets up something ridiculous. But ADA uh, Keys takes the letter to Big Boss and is like, eh? And Big Boss is rightfully, in my opinion, like, I don't know where this letter came from. I don't know anything about this person, and you want me to give them 10%? No. Yeah, no, why would you trust this random letter to say, to, you know, yeah. to give him a bunch of fucking and money to get fucking rid of And fucking 80 Keys is really invested. He seems like really kind of, kind of hurt when he gets rejected with this yeah. offer, even though it was only foisted upon him by some, like, random stranger with a gun. Yeah. yeah. So this is the scene where they perform a raid on Big Boy's Club to stop the illegal gambling that's happening, okay, but that's they managed to yeah. flip over tables and do it. But w- the raid is just to cover for them to plant a hearing device. I do like how uh, so a guy Big w- Boy's Club is set up to like get rid of, like, you know, like even, even, the, even the lady who's selling poker chips, her, mm-hmm. her uh, little uh, 
little strappy box yeah. that she carries at her waist, like flips over and turns into cigarettes. She's just selling cigarettes and stuff yeah, like that. Because uh, yeah. that wouldn't be easy to spot at well, all. Well, I have to say, hey, lady, lift up your thing. We want to see if that's because you think in the world of Dick Tracy, you would be used to like raining places where, like, yeah. if something flips over, you just oh, this is a fucking cause yeah, fucking oh, I just flipped this table over and like three hundred pounds of. Uh, gambling chips just came out. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Oh, you could be doing better than this. So, but yeah, they why that transform the entire casino transforms back into just a normal nightclub. Yeah, and then they yeah. leave. Well, but this oh, it's okay because they planted Which, the microphone. This movie, this movie is badly written enough for a moment. I thought that was just a badly written scene with no point to it. And like, oh yeah. no, they are actually oh, this yeah. is a disguise yeah, yeah. to plant a bug. Yeah. Uh, Which why? not just a bug, but a guy in the ceiling, like a live guy. Have we seen a movie with that guy? On this podcast, I know him. Uh, the guy with the big ears. So yeah, he's definitely uh, the. Characters... I know, I know, I know, I know him. He's a character actor, but I I can't remember if I've if we've watched a movie on for this podcast with him in it. Michael J. Pollard, he played Bug Bailey. Uh, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. He was in uh, Bonnie and Clyde. He's got a fucking goofy you probably recognize him no yeah, i the, recognize the him. actor's name is michael, michael j pollard yeah i don't know actually on this show i'm looking up his uh i think i might just be getting him confused he was with... in tango and cash sleepaway camp three i think i'm, I'm just kind of screening his face is kind is of morphing the... morphing into the guy who plays uh the rich dude in some like a hot because they both kind of uh, kind of that, that squishy guy. faces no this... i know it's not that guy he was in the. He was in Roxanne. Ah, but nothing we've covered on this show. Okay. Assuming. Assuming. Yeah, assuming. Yeah, this is a complete filmography on. On yeah, yeah but that's yeah. fine. But um, then there's yeah, a mon- hero there. There's a montage, uh, one of the many many montages in this film. Of uh, that's my next note actually. <laughs> After the, twenty minutes of the film, um, of Dick Tracy kicking ass because. The bug is working, and he's stopping all the crimes that Big Boy is ordering. I guess Big Boy is doing, uh, planning all of his crime in that one room. All of his crime is being planned in this one room. And Big Boy never quite figures out. So yeah, this leads to a slow, boring, fa period uh, torch song played over what should be one of the most exciting parts of the movie, the Dick Tracy cracking down on Big Boy's gang montage. Uh, it just turns into a huge mistake and is and makes an even already slow, boring movie seem even more lackadaisical than it already is. Just because, yeah, the music they choose to put over this montage, inst- this action-packed montage, it it's last just night. Dad, I love my soup. This is a montage. Who loves my La-da-da-da soup? <laughs> soup. It's just it's just random, just like lackadaisical music. It, it's yeah. like if the trench run in Star Wars was like. And uh, Luke used the force. If it was my, it was actually my recording of my voice over. Well, there's instead of there's 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 a yeah. good way to shoot montages, and there's Warren Beatty's way to shoot montages. I think is a problem. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to make montages. They're not very dynamic or anything. No. Like that. the footage, the, like, the, sure, the footage that he's starting sure, off with is all. Sure, punch a guy and he'll fly through the air, and he'll have like seven guys standing in front of him and swing his fist, and they'll all fall down somehow. Yeah. But it's not like you're not like yeah. It There's was some cool. more dynamic. If you had Robert Altman. Yeah. If he had his Popeye touch, he could have fixed this. But yeah, no, it's, no. it's just I can, you can see easily what they're going for. It just executed just very blandly, and it's just kind of like, nah, well, yeah, way to waste a lot of time and effort yeah. on both sides of the camera on yeah. this. But but the guy who has been listening to in re- 
reporting it all to Dick Tracy. He's, oh, he spilled his coffee. It's not just a mechanical radio bug. Yeah. He's like, yeah, obviously they have enough. They have a radio transmitter in their watches that's that they could have just they could have just thrown one of those <laughs> up into the ceiling. You Why? are so animated over this fact. <laughs> <laughs> Why they needed to tuck a live guy with three weeks supply of diapers, coffee, and fucking instant ramen in the ceiling, literally five feet above Big Boy's head. Yeah. Although I did like the fact that Big Boy does not just automatically kill the guy, but uses that to his advantage to start feeding disinformation to the cops. Yeah. Yeah, so which that's kind of nice. Yeah, but he spills his coffee, drips down. Big Boy notices that they look and see a microphone. They're like, whoa! I do like Big Boy, like, silently, like, mugging to his, his, like, henchmen. Instead of yelling, he's just like... And even when he's trying to be quiet, he's like... (laughs) (laughs) It's true! Oh, man. Uh, so it turns out Tess is dumping Tracy because justifiably so. Yeah, because he's kind of an asshole and always puts his work before anything else in the world. <laughs> even though that's supposed to, I feel like they're like, no, that's endearing. Yeah. To us, no, it's, it's he's supposed such to be a endearing. hard worker. Yeah. Although you think Tess would know what he's because Dick Tracy. I mean, we know him because he's a famous character, but like. Dick Tracy, he's kind of a two-dimensional guy. What were you, what kind of depth were you expecting from Dick Tracy? He's, whole, he's complaining about how he's next in well, line to be chief of police, and he doesn't want it because... I want a desk job. Just take me away from going after... Shoot shoot, shoot, and kill Big Boy. If yeah. that's all it's taken for you, you would like settling down, accepting your, your fucking she's job. Like, is, she's like huh. dumping him, and his radio starts going off. Tracy, come in. There's a lot of stuff in the warehouse. Oh, this and, is... Yeah. And it, she's in the middle of like pouring his heart out for him, and he's like... Uh, uh, I really want to go. <laughs> and she's like, go on and do it. He's like, oh, okay, okay. I would joke that he's torn. I don't think he's torn. No, he's, he's not It's torn. almost like he's bored having to listen to Tess dump yeah. him. And he's already like, I want to go do fun stuff. Yeah. So why does he go to this warehouse alone? Why didn't he come with his two buddy again, cops and back up? Any kind of backup because if it's a book, yeah. Man, so <sighs> is this when he gets knocked out? No. Okay. So... He goes in there and uh, is it uh, the guy Bugs who had been listening to all those stuff oh, is in the right, same yeah. box getting the same cement treatment that they had given to uh, yeah he's getting the cement lips. overcoat yeah and Dick Tracy makes some noise or something and they're like you're it's in here Dick Tracy kinda... and they they they're looking for him but he's sneaking around to the other side it makes it sound like Dick Tracy kind of a calf expected an ambush so <sighs> why is he showing up by but, himself yeah. He happened to show up with a mop and a bucket. Well, I don't even understand their plan here because they they shoot at his coat and it turns out, oh my gosh, it was on a bucket. It wasn't actually Dick Tracy. And then, so he opens the cement thing and cement looks everywhere. Yeah, they staring at this mop and bucket for a good five minutes while he just walks behind them and undoes the whole thing that they were setting up. And frees that guy. And then they turn around and now Dick Tracy's standing in the cement? (laughs) Why did you do that? Was it a deleted did you, scene? I was. No, I, did you hear? I was so flabbergasted. Did you hear how that? How high the pitch of my voice got there? That is how flabbergasted I was. Like, funny. why is he in the cement? Because well, especially because the guy who's the cement's being dumped on at first, he does kind of come out and draw a gun, and he tries to help Dick Tracy, but like his gun was wet, won't fire. But then he has just Dick no, Tracy suddenly the guy who's wet. No, that's Dick Tracy in the cement. Wait, how does he kill the bad guys then? How he does doesn't. he get out of this? So Dick Tracy, they turn around and see a guy standing in the cement, and it's Dick Tracy. Is that what it is? The other guy's gone. Yes. Where does he go? I don't know. <laughs> I thought the idea that, But like... he's gone, and Dick Tracy, 
whose gun is they don't drop him whose, into the whose gun is covered in cement is like eh and it click click because it's fucking covered in cement and he's like yeah. I should have thought this plan through but then pachow pachow the blank shoots oh that's what it is okay, uh, yeah. the guys which one of them does the blank know that this is suddenly set up then which Dick Tracy's gonna fall like it's a, like suddenly it's wrong I'm shrugging like, right now but but then. If anyone who wrote but this movie ever listened like, this, you're a bad person. <laughs> but then you're Tracy's bad like at your job. Wiping the cement off his eyes and like, huh? What? Somebody was down a face. Why'd you get in the cement, Tracy? Is this the moment he sees you? You could have like, just pow pow shot the guys in the back. I mean, I you just didn't like, have to get in the cement. Just the set. I like. I'm more worried about the setup. The idea that like just because their backs are turned, that gives him five minutes to go like. To free the guy so, and somehow get the cement all over him in a deleted scene that we if don't he, see. If he was rescuing somebody from like being buried up to their neck and being fed by fire ants, would he have to be like, "All right, you're out of there now. I'll it's just like, climb in this hole." Okay, it, bury it's me. It's like you suddenly t- turn around and suddenly he's on fire too. Yeah, and he's just like, "Huh? I'm on fire too." <laughs> and like get a shootout with the bad This guy. was all part of my plan. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, Tracy, you're dumb. Is what I'm saying here. <laughs> oh, such oh man, idiot. this movie. He oh. got set up. I saw a couple people defending it when I was bitching about it on Twitter yesterday, and it was like it's not that bad. But at the same time, I can't imagine no fighting I, for the quality of this no, film. It's it's it's, it's got its enough. problems, but yeah. I I had a, like I, I said I was entertained while watching it. it, but yeah, yeah, it's still better than fucking Victor Victoria. So yeah, it's the least he can do. Um, yeah, but. so. But Dick Tracy does get out of there, and he comes back to the cops. Is that when he's all like telling, like, I need to get a, like a fucking police sketch artist in here, and we're gonna figure out who this yeah. new face is? Yeah, he starts to see scenes of him looking at pieces of paper with a blank drawing. And is he, he like, upset Ugh. because it doesn't look quite right enough? Like, yeah. yeah, he's like consternated that it doesn't. It's not providing a lead. Yeah. Yelling at the police. And sketch one of guy. the guys is like, uh, "Tess left for her mother's because <laughs> you're an asshole," and he's like, "She left." Well, you got cement in your ears? Get me more drawings of the blank. (laughs) This is masterful police work here. I can't imagine why audiences in 1990 weren't riveted. Yeah. Um, There's a scene where, like, Madonna and Mandy Patinkin sing together. And Mandy Patinkin. He got pipes. Oh, yeah. Madonna, not so much as Mandy Patinkin. (sighs) She's used to being produced in a studio and being tweaked and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it's funny because. Like her singing, you think that's half the reason you hire her, and she can't even hold her own against Mandy. But granted, Mandy Patinkin is a Broadway star, and that's yeah. you actually you can't cover that up with produ- uh, studio production stuff mm-hmm. like Madonna is used to. But she's yeah, fine. But, but the song also it. comes out of nowhere. It's just a duet that adds I nothing think, to the film or doesn't advance the plot in any the way. The problem with the sound Sondheim songs in this, I think, is that they don't feel like they're of the era they should be. No. They don't feel like they're. And even aside from the quality issues aside, but yeah, just texturally, they should, yeah, just feel kind of... Because you think it'd be like, the peppier songs would be kind of like breezier and peppier and more like... Da, 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 like Chicago. Not whatever the hell he's doing in this movie. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Ugh. So, so... Titty balls. Dick Tracy meets Breathless on a pier, and she starts getting super, super, super desperate. Like, Really sad, this is desperate. Like the fourth scene like, of this thing happening. Tell me what I want. Tell me you want me. Yeah. Tell me. That's her She's whole like, play. Is just tell me, like, you want to fuck me on purpose? At yeah. least tell me you want to fuck me. Yeah. yeah. Basically begging Dick Tracy to say, "No, you want me. I know it. Please, I can't handle rejection." 
She's like turning. Did you see what I have to have sex with? Lips, man. Listen now, big boss. She's turning. I just want a normal looking guy. She's turning into Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Just oh my god. Now that I say that, to be fair to 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 Breathless, Dick Tracy is the only normal looking dude in this whole. (laughs) She's the only person aside from a small child who seems to be actually only man and made of flesh in this whole town. Everybody else looks like oh man, a a, a sausage fucking Play Doh Fun Factory accident. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it looks like a sausage you left in the microwave too long and forgot (laughs) to put coals in it and exploded. That's it's what true. everybody yeah, looks being, like. Yeah, being a woman in Tracy Town, man. You're, you're. Aren't there any? Do you think there are women who have like their faces like shaped like a hammer, Pro- or have yeah. tits no, that I, are like cubes or some kind of? I remember problems? one one lady whose eyeballs were really weirdly shaped, and they always look like kind of like a pair of droopy breasts on her eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the oh, name. Oh, they must or have anything, some fucked up but... racial shit in that comic too, right? Mm, I don't remember any. I, th- I think it's because everybody was white. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way but, to fix it. Yeah, okay. I can I don't quote me on that. I honestly don't remember. I just um, love the idea of a villain, uh, lady villain called like Tea Bags, and she's got tits for eyes or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but that whole scene is like awkward and just. And again, it doesn't really advance the plot. It's her just getting ever more desperate, despite the fact that she's got this whole other personality who's going around like yeah. playing everyone and shooting everybody. Like, and she's like, "Tell me you want me," and he's like, "I can't." It's and hard. She's like, "Why?" And he's like, "It'll hurt somebody I love." And he's got, she's while she's leaving, he's got the worst like fart face. He's like. Yeah. That's kind of Warren Beatty. Man, that's pretty much how Mad Magazine is always drawn Warren Beatty, where it kind of looks kissy lip, kind of like, Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we get another scene of Tracy staring at drawings of the blank, trying to. F- I don't know what he's I trying to figure out by drawing as an audience by like he's gonna like like looking at a magic eye picture. If he just stares at these things long enough, he's suddenly yeah. gonna figure out a staring clue at a drawing. Somebody who didn't see the person drew, and all of a sudden he's not gonna be like, oh, I know who that is. It's the person without the face. You might as well just like I ask, know who the behind get the mask. sketch artist in here. I want to figure out this car of this guy trying to shoot me at. Just draw me a picture of a car with a question mark over it. Now maybe I'll staring at that old. I can figure it out. It's just yeah. What what the hell? Um, but finally, Big Boy's had enough, and he hires the blank to get rid of Tracy. Uh, so the blank is going through Tracy's apartment and taking like notes and payments and shit that he signed and written and whatnot. And eighty-eight keys is apparently the blank's right hand man now. Uh, yeah, and he just... takes it to the handwriting expert and is like, can you make this say, uh, I know your secret. Dick Van Come. Dyke, I will destroy you unless you <laughs> yeah. give me $10,000 yeah. me at this hotel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. And he's like, I can, of course I can mark that handwriting. I that can copy guy, anyone. That, that must be the, the guy who was in the original Dick Tracy film. Because he's be. the only one who would be old enough to be, yeah, okay. Would be. Um, uh, so Dick Tracy is having problems with the kid. He's like, it's the law, kid. You gotta go to the orphanage. I mean, what? Am I gonna adopt you? <laughs> Get real! I do like as soon as Tess leaves, he realizes that, like, like I guess he was just gonna leave it up to Tess to raise this kid or something like that, and that's what well, he's like, no, well, Bill. Orphanage. Obviously, raising a child is a woman's job that Dick Tracy can't do. God, yeah. You wonder, I wonder if that's the, the Warren Beatty said that. 
I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah. And the kid just gets schlepped off to the the orphanage without much of more of a fuss. Next thing you see him, he's in the orphanage. The orphanage lady shows up, and I like her line. Uh, I'm here to pick up a child. I don't want to wait. I want the child now. Jeez, you know there's fucking cops. They're not fucking just... It's such a weird <laughs> character that I thought it was going to turn out to be like some kind of like ruse by somebody, or yeah. like that was going to be part and of Breathless. And that's the only play. scene she's no, in. No, that's the character. And yeah. the next scene you see, like f- like fifteen minutes later, yeah, the kids in like a little orphanage set with like, a couple other kids just eating gruel. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, so I was like, okay, that I didn't, yeah, the, the blank that's kidnap- being played straight. Yeah, the blank kidnaps Tess. Dick Tracy gets a note from Tess saying, "Come meet me. I want to talk. Come to oh, meet it. me at the flower yeah. house." So he shows up there, and all of a sudden, gas! Oh, he faints. Why not just kill Tracy now? Put a bullet in his head. I guess and because done. she's in love. Like that's hard to tell how much he actually loves Dick Tracy versus trying. Because she's sinking <gasps> his life. Wait, she's you... destroying his life. Why not just kill him outright? Are you saying you know the blank is a woman? That's the one thing. Yeah, oh I back in the day God. on HBO, I did catch the last five minutes of this movie. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh. Um. This Which I'm glad because people on Twitter spoiled that. If I had not, like, I was not done with the movie yet, so yeah. I'm glad. Other the people may have actually been listening to the podcast because I mentioned last week I knew what yeah. the, the, the uh, end of this movie is, but um, yeah, that episode's not out yet, Bill. Is it at the time of recording? Oh, well, fuck those people! That's right, because that's <laughs> that goes live this Tuesday. <laughs> Son of a bitch! You could have possibly ruined that for me. Well, I'm glad that is okay. Bill. That is why I told you. Not to tweet about the movies that's until the week they're released. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, Ugh. But, so they take Tracy and set him in a hotel room. Mandy Patinkin runs upstairs wearing Dick Tracy's hat and, and coat. And, oh, somewhere, sometime before that, uh, Dick <laughs> Van Dyke shows up and is like, You cut me away, Tracy. You're not Tracy. Pow, pow. And they shoot him and he falls down and he broke his arm doing that really yeah dick van dyke broke his arm that's the and that's he broke his arm falling and that's the shot they used oh <laughs> at least they used the footage it wasn't like yeah. a waste of what well, what are you gonna do make him do a second <laughs> he, take yeah it, he falls over and if the camera had lingered there for three more seconds you would have remembered him go oh, man. <laughs> of all the like the frat falls he's done on the dick van dyke show the crazy shit didn't mary poppins it was Dick Tracy that took Dick Van Dyke out? <laughs> wow. And that's not... I mean, I guess he does fall against a wall. I mean, there's a little yeah. bit of a stunt. It's not like he's just not doing anything, but oh, that sucks. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, so... So they open the door, and it's like, you can't frame me, Tracy. You get me money. No, you get to put that gun away. You crazy man. Bang, bang. Yeah. Shot him dead. Oh, no. Pathunk. So, yeah, hotel staff run upstairs, and yeah. they see... Dick Tracy, unconscious with a gun. No, in his he's hand. waking up. He's like, oh, he's just up yeah, with the with dead Dick Van Dyke at his feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't feel like this is a good frame job because why would Dick Tracy sitting in a chair? The guy is dead on his right side. He's falling backwards. Yeah. So did Dick Tracy go bang bang? Ha ha! You are now dead. I could use a sit. I'm going to reboot. <laughs> I, I'm ooh, going to sit all down. that murder and blackmail really made me tired. Ooh, I need to sit down. When he's for a like moment. waking up, I was like, is, is, is he like, is it supposed to be like we're supposed to think that maybe he has a multiple personalities or something like that? And like nah. he's just like waking from a fugue state after killing the DA. Yeah. But no, yeah. So then we get. Is he uh, go straight to jail from this? Yeah, because like the, yeah, yeah. 
Then there's the newspaper, like, oh no, Tracy, oh no. Oh, he's all rush, man. Yeah, the, the gangsters The are, radio guys yeah, the, are like, the, disgrace, Dick Tracy yeah, is in jail uh, tonight. The gangsters are enjoying it and be like, ha ha, we win, yay. I do and, like Big Boy's like, wow, actually, that did work. We should have paid this guy sooner. Yeah. Like, yeah. But Mandy Patinkin is laughing like he's from Revenge of the Nerds. He's <laughs> is sitting he? in it. Yeah, he's sitting in a chair going, I'm like, I don't know. That's I, an interesting choice maybe there, Maybe I was writing notes then, yeah. 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 Randy Patigan, kind of a weirdo actor. I can see, yeah. Bill, are you ready for another montage? God, what the hell is this? I don't even write notes. This montage what? is shit going badly, and all the gangsters are getting back in business, and this oh! is to the one good song in the movie, because it's not Madonna. It's all about getting... Back <laughs> in business, doobie-doo. Was it written for the song, or is it... I think it's, it's not a, a natural no, period song, right? I don't think it's right? a Sondheim. Yeah, okay. I don't think it is, because I enjoyed it. It's definitely like a modern recording. I'm not sure. But... But it sounds old-timey enough that But, it th- again, this is closer to back back to what the movie should feel like. It's yeah. gangsters running around doing crazy shit with, like, actual... Yeah, it's, And this, it's... this montage of everything going tits up lets you know... That Tracy is the only competent police officer in this whole so, town. Because like this town goes to <laughs> shit quick. Because it's also in any way. Because like later, once it, it seems it's only been a couple days, this whole montage takes place. It's not like weeks of them on the rampage. It like this town goes into the fucking shit bucket. Yeah. In less than a week, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You do, you do, you do get to see like a flat top, like literally shaking down people, like turning yeah. people upside down, and the little coins flying out of their pockets and. Yeah, uh, the, the terrorizing like flower stores and all kinds of crazy yeah. shit, and yeah, it's it's a great little. Mo- it's, it's what you expect from a Dick Tracy movie. Yeah. This is yeah. a, this one's a good montage, probably because it's focusing on the mobsters, not Dick the Tracy. The fun part you want to yeah. see, yeah, not the fucking homeowner or the yellow jacket. <laughs> Uh, um, but then we see the kid leaving the orphanage with the chief, and he's like, "Tristan, do it, like, chief." So the chief suddenly decides that he's gonna take the kid out of the orphanage just to see Dick Tracy. I guess. Because chief of police got well, nothing better to do as the says, town's falling apart. I think he apart. has a, 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 a line where he says, like, you did the right thing calling me, lad. And he's like, I know Tracy I th- didn't It do must it. be an 80-yard thing, like, right off camera. Because Maybe. just to justify why suddenly the chief of police is taking the kid. For no reason, no plot-driven reason why he's taking him out of jail. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, earlier... When uh, the kid saved his life, they gave him an honorary thing, and they're like, when you, oh, when yeah, you decide right. what name it is, we'll change it. But for right now, it's the kid. Um, Which... But then the kid in, in the cell with Tracy's like, I got my real certificate. I named myself Dick Tracy Jr. And Dick Tracy's like, you're not my son. Why would you do that? You can't call yourself Junior. What is wrong with you? He does say, you know this. I'm glad legal. I'm in jail. You know that's not legally binding, you fuck. You little <laughs> Sneak fuck. You think you're gonna inherit my apartment now that I'm in jail? Fuck you. Yeah. Sneak and fuck. And and this um, is the scene where Warren Beatty almost shows emotion. Well, he comes he... that close where he's Just almost reacting yeah, to the kid? Almost touched. But then he realized, oh no. Oh, I gotta oh, be no, Dick Tracy. Oh, no. I can't have any emotions. Can't do that. Yeah. Woo. Again, that that's was a, a terrible creative decision to decide your interpretation of Dick Tracy. Instead of being stoked, just means you just don't have any emotions. Yeah. You're a robot throughout the So they're transferring movie. Dick Tracy from this jail, what, county jail. Or something. Yeah, there's some State kind of transfer going on. Yeah. And, but it's his two buddies in the car, and they're like, it's a long drive to jail. Tracy, maybe eight hours. It'll take maybe eight hours. So we're going to let you go after Big Boy, even though any arrest you make, well, 
being in the uh, while in this state can't stick because you're under arrest. <laughs> this is not how the law works. Yeah, no, this is this not. But then they show oh. up at Mumbles' place, and he's like, "Hey, Mumbles, check it out. What we got here? It's a bear, and we took its head off. It's got a recording in it. And it's let's see." Again, but this is a fucking thing. The piece of evidence they had since... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, then it cut away from that. And the blank calls the cops saying that big boy kidnapped Test. And he's holding her in his club. Uh, And I I do... Then we go back to Mumbles. And I like his scene because he's like, Hey, what do you think of this, Mumbles? And he plays the tape. And and he's like... laughing. Dustin Hoffman is fucking <laughs> awesome. And then he starts slowing it down. Big boy did it. Big boy did it. And it turns into Dustin Hoffman's big normal voice like, big boy did and it. he's like, starts <laughs> 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 crying. <sighs> Dustin Hoffman should have been in the movie more. I know, yeah, exactly, yeah. All the gangsters should have been in the movie more. Again, if you cut out Tess and the kid, you get plenty of room for more said, gangsters. And he says, did you catch it? I didn't catch it. Did you, did you even catch what he said in the movie? Is that what he says? Eighty eight keys set you up. Yeah, I didn't even catch. I'm, I may have been. I can't have been writing and notes because I don't have any notes. Notes until the very end. Set you up, big, big boy, boy paid, paid him you to, to, okay, paid him yeah. to do it. Yeah. Okay. He's very serious when he says it. Set you up, big boy paid him to do it. Uh, and then we get more Batman music. Yeah. Uh, Lots of like timpani and drums. Yeah. And they climb up the roof. And they're looking down. Uh, while they're climbing up the roof. Big boy, it's New Year's Eve. It's he Dick gets... Tracy climbing up to the yeah. roof, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's him. Like, well, at least one other guy, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while that's happening, Big Boy gets called downstairs. Oh, that's right. This, is all new. this all happens in one yeah, day. Yeah, called downstairs yeah. and somebody Big on boy's the other end of the Year's phone party. is like... You should go look upstairs. And he's like, Flat Top, go look upstairs. This is when the movie really starts to fall apart in terms of plot, too. Cause... <laughs> and, and Flat Top comes back and is like, Hey, boss, you better come quick. And so they go up there. And they open the door, and Tess is sitting there all tied up. And he's like, What the fuck is she doing here? That's a federal offense. And Dick Tracy jumped down. Cause and he... he says, It's a federal yeah, offense. That's a federal offense, big boy. <laughs> big boy should turn around. That's what he's doing. Big, big boy takes Tess, though, and ki- even though he did not kidnap her, he kidnaps her. Yeah. Like, granted, he's, I mean, what's he going to tell Dick Tracy that he didn't, ki- like, uh, but still, he's yeah. he just did the thing that he's afraid of being falsely accused of, yeah. and it just. Well, plus his DA friend is, is <laughs> yeah. dead now. Oh, so that's he true. He doesn't have that defense anymore. A, yeah. yeah. Um, um, because earlier, when <laughs> after the bribery, the reason they couldn't get Big Boy on that is because he had eight witnesses saying he was at a dance class that day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm assuming by dance class, they mean dance rehearsals with Maloney in the know. club. Maybe. What do you think of a, yeah. Uh, Monkey pants. Uh, so, so but, yeah. So how is... Okay, but, so, so Dick Tracy... Huge spoilers here. Madonna is the blank. Breathless is the blank. How is she singing on stage and yet orchestrating all this at the same time? Again, that's... Hmm. Answer me that, I'm, I'm, Bill Writer, writer of Dick Tracy. If she has the agency, has the blank to do all this stuff. She has money. She has guns. She is. She sneak around town. She could fly. She's invisible. Mm-hmm. But why is she? Yeah, constantly throwing herself at Dick Tracy's feet. But yeah, it's just like, how does she know 
where Big Boy's taking Tess at the very end so she can show up. And it, uh, how does she and the kid know to show up at like the bridge toll booth thingy? I mean, we're jumping. I'm it's jumping ahead a little bit. It's amazing what kind of power you can wield when you're fucking the director. <laughs> Was she doing fucking the director? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're, they were oh. together during this period in time. Oh. Man, why would you want to fuck Warren Beatty? Because Warren Beatty's like 58 years old in this movie, too. It's not <laughs> like he's some young... Granted, she fucked fucking Sean Penn, so she's not like she has a great taste in men either, but... No. Ugh. But, anyway, yeah, so yeah, uh, but, Big Boy runs off with Tess. Yeah, and... But not before fucking... They do a fucking Donkey Kong where he jumps down and the other guy jumps up and then fucking... I was what? just about to talk about that. Yeah. I didn't explain in detail. I just made no. the most vague <laughs> jumble true. of words. No. Dick Tracy Uh-oh. can't get in the room Tess was in because he jumped down there like an idiot and got locked in. So he's pulling apart boards and shit. He's like, how much do you weigh? To the guy in the roof is like, I don't know, 190. <laughs> do you have any plans for the rest of this evening? <laughs> yeah. All right, jump. Whoop. And he goes launching up on the roof because physics. Yeah. That's how that works. I do love it. It's a great shot because he does kind of like the stuntman does launch and land up and it just kind of, it it's looks very, very cartoony. Silly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it fits in the world. And we keep cutting back to Madonna singing her fucking song and it's. It's I can't bad. remember what song it is. It's some kind of generic. It's not the more one. It's the one she sings throughout the rest of the movie, like constantly. Like they couldn't even. I want some soup. But, yeah, but it's, it's again, it's another song. thing where this should be an exciting scene. But it's just her her singing a torch song over it. That's just the most. Um, maybe it's not a torch song. I'm I'm assuming it must have been something a little peppier. But it's still just so, like big this boy- should be the movie. With, this should be the part of the movie where everything's gelling together and forward momentum is really kicking yeah. in. No, it's just more just like yeah. random. Like, why did someone yeah. do that? Yeah, What's yeah, yeah, going yeah. on over here? Yeah, big boy's like, come on, guys, we're getting out of here. My Pacino is falling apart. <laughs> You've but, been doing it for an hour, but, almost two hours now. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. But Pacino's like, come on, we're getting out of here. We're gonna leave, uh, and they all pile into the cars in the garage. And he's like, "This is gonna be a great idea. We're gonna drive out through that door, and we're gonna get shot because police have surrounded the building." <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're all gonna die. <laughs> uh, which proceeds to happen. Like the guys bust out of the garage. There's like four and, other. Yeah. Well, it's at least three other cars that precede Big Boy into leaving. That they just drive. At least the first car is understandable because they didn't know what kind, quite yeah. co- what kind of police but force they all was get lit up them. with Tommy guns. They get all Everybody t- gets shot and killed. away. Yeah, yeah Bonnie and Clyde <laughs> style. Yeah. And big boy, understandably, is like, okay, new plan. <laughs> he gets out of his car and yeah, he's like, out. oh, that was a bad idea. Let's yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah, and goes through a secret. He still got tests with him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He got yeah. a secret tunnel. Which why didn't he just go through that in the first place? <laughs> it's a secret. Like, is it like a like a little train train yeah, thing? He, yeah, yeah. It's almost on a like some kind of bootlegging, yeah. some kind of like Homer and Simpson he's bowling along ball thing. The entire time he's talking to Tess about how, like, I, I, you know, I think I'm this you. starts I five you. minutes of just the weirdest ADR of him just like mumbling to himself while he's this just is, like, "This is the I like this version of Big Boss. <laughs> this should have been the version of him in the entire constantly thing. just monologuing for nothing." But then Dick Tracy enters the club. And Madonna's like, he went through there, and he's like, and he starts to go the other way. And she's like, you don't trust me. And he's like, looks at her, and he's like, I trust you. So then he goes in the wine cabinet, but he can't push. I thought that was kind of. He can't push moment. the secret door open because Big Boy propped it open. But then he hears in the distance, he's like, I know where they go. Where gonna go? Went. How does he know based on a horn that There's, he knows where he they hears are? The sound. That's that's like. Daniel, after we were recording, mm. you leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I wonder where Daniel's going to. He didn't specifically <laughs> say he was going home. I suddenly hear a distant train sound. He's going <laughs> to hop on that train and become a hobo. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, so, yeah. I, 
now that I think about it, I guess the implication is he heard it through this like secret entrance. I think entrance, that's the idea because otherwise you wouldn't hear really that from bad, the like yeah. you should have heard it faintly and then he should have put his ear up to it and it should have gotten louder. Yeah, but, but they did it's not. Just, do you hear do a that. sound like was that like Big Boy's just got gas? Yeah. Like what's going on? That's when yeah. he's using the power himself down the rail. Dude, <laughs> 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 just squeaking by so slowly. Poot. Yeah, oh, but they're God. running across the bridge, and he's like, "We can make it. We can make it." Oh, and they think we can't make that. Yeah, it's a racing bridge because there's a boat going underneath. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they they go inside one of the the a door on the bridge inside where their gears are for lifting the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably my favorite Pacino moment because he's like, "Wait, I'm having a thought. I have a thought. It's coming. It's, it's coming. Where? It's coming. It's gone." And that was his theme. That that's that's kind of like his last real contribution to the film, too, because the next thing he really does is get kicked over a fucking yeah. railing and well, die. Well, Dick but, Tracy comes in, um, and like, he's like, drop the gun, Tracy! And he's strapped her down to a giant gear that will crush her head eventually. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Long deal. <laughs> he's like, you hear what's happening to the gun? That's gonna happen to her, her head. Drop your weapon. And Dick Tracy wipes his weapon, but then, pow, something. I don't know. I can't tell if it was the blank that shot it, or if Tracy's gun that he dropped went off. I, I think tell this, which it's it the Tracy's gun that went off. Because, okay. like, it hits, like, the insinuation that it fell down, hit one of the gears, and went off. Yeah. Um, which, that's not how guns work, but okay. This is, like, it took me a while to realize this is where the finale is going to be held at, too. Because I realized, like, this is just, I guess this is the end of the film? Because, like, this movie is so kind of random, but I had, it's kind of shapeless. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, this is, this is, I guess... This is just just a very small room with like three moving gears. This is, and you got all this Batman music playing. That Mm -hmm. got me thinking. Like this is like a real step down from like they're trying to eat Batman, but like Batman fighting the Joker on top of a two hundred story cathedral, super dramatic. This is just them in like a tiny room next to a bridge, just like a couple gears, just kind of like randomly. This person shoots in this. Yeah, it's super low stakes. It's not very dynamic. He's like, come out, Tracy, hide and seek. Like he's wearing a bright yellow coat he's not really <laughs> hide and seeking um but uh tracy like knocks over hits hits him and knocks the gun out of his hand and like punches him and he falls over big boy does and then tracy because as you do turn your back on the villain and starts to untie Tess, even though he obviously isn't unconscious yeah you're fu- i'm assuming he's got handcuffs on him yeah. handcuff the guy in the so then- I mean, granted, I guess there is time is of the essence. Yeah, Tess's still. heads, but still, yeah. If you're just... gonna get if you get attacked, you're not gonna be able to save her, which is what yeah, happens. Yeah, big boy attacks him with like a big stick, and I did like. I was all ready to be like, oh, so Dick Tracy can't. He loses. He... Like when the Joker fights Batman, and you're like, the Joker should not be. Yeah, it's not a his physical own, threat. Yeah. Holding his own against the martial he's not arts in that experts. movie. You know, he gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, yeah. and in this. Big Boss is not a physical threat. He's yeah. a fucking hunchback that, like, that Dick Tracy beats the living fuck out of. Even when he beats, beats Dick Tracy with a 4 by 4 really, Dick Tracy just kind of like shoves it off. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah. yeah. You're not a mortal threat. You're just annoying me now. Um, so then, the, but then the blank shows up and is like, oh, come on, Tracy. We can rule this town together. You and me. We can do it. Dick Tracy's like, no. And starts walking towards him. And, like, he doesn't know it's breathless. Why didn't he just think the blank was going to shoot him? I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. But then the the blank starts to lower the gun. But then raises it. And then all of a sudden, but, 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 oh, the kid comes out of nowhere and tackles the blank. Again, and then, how does the kid even know anything that's going on here? Much less know to follow everyone to this fucking the 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 drawbridge house like it's just okay now this is where all the characters in the film are gonna randomly converge on the middle of new year's eve no less 
Yes. Monkey pants. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. But then... He Chino, heard a boat sound, Pacino too. picks up the gun and pow, pow, shoots a blank twice. But then Tracy punches just, him or something. I'd like to think he just dropped kick. Like, really just like a running line. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking kicks over the chest. But the then he, he goes, lands on his... Yeah. And flips over the rail and all of a sudden there's a doll. Flying, <laughs> really is, like, a rag doll I flying through the... I wish they had a little bit of Al Pacino just saying... Like, like, doing some there's, kind of, like, threat. And go, there's nothing that makes me happier in old-time movies. Or old... <laughs> not old-time, per se. But older movies than a rag doll getting thrown off of a building and supposedly being <sighs> a living human. And specifically, like, a rag doll. Yeah. Not even, like, a stop-motion thing like the guy with the two long arms at RoboCop or like even the full-sized uh, mannequin that gets, you know, Harrison Ford in The Fugitive. But when, yeah, it's like a little doll with like yeah. little doll clothes. Going, so then they walk yeah. over, they free test and they walk over and they take the mask off the face that has two tiny little butthole eyes Which on the mask. I guess does explain how she could see through the fleshy yeah. mask but still But you don't need to explain that in this world. There's so much other goofy shit in this movie. Yeah, that's the last thing you need to uh, and, uh, apply logic turns out to. it's the terrible singer lady. Oh uh, no, but she uh, she does sound kind of nice and bushy for the first moment she's unmasked. She's mm. got the croaky universe. She's like, Dick Tracy, I miss <laughs> you. Yeah. She's uh, like, tell me the truth. It could have never happened between us. And she's dead. Yeah. Not, not a very dramatic capper to that relationship and then we turn (laughs) then we go pan over to an intricate like bulletin board that's got lines and photos and everywhere and it turns out it was all a ploy by tess to get breathless killed for (laughs) encroaching on her man fades to black produced by warren Beatty. yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh man you know what that would make more sense than breathless being in charge of it all so um they didn't clear dick tracy on the murder charges not at all so he's, not he's at all. Still needs to go back there to jail. There is a tiny bit of ADR at the end. That's essentially it cuts back to the kid Tess and Dick Tracy in the diner, and there is a quick bit of he, the kid's lips aren't moving, but he does say, "So that's how Dick Tracy was acquitted of murdering Dick Van Dyke." Essentially, <laughs> like it's the most throwaway. Like there's something we missed, but they they, yeah. they realized at the last minute. So again, with more ADR trying to fix the potholes, but yeah, it's never like how what I mean. I guess. I th- I think maybe specifically they say eighty keys confessed mm. some to being like yeah which does make sense that yeah. you could assume that like there is the plot like also yeah it doesn't well especially with um if yeah no because everybody's dead <laughs> well at least well there is a thread there because Dick Tracy does know that because Mumble said that uh, he he got set up by eighty keys so at least they're yeah, yeah but it is in terms of like the audience going like wait what like no yeah you just he did all this while he should yeah so the kid talkie gets lips. a watch one of the talkie watches which he hasn't even given Tess like Tess doesn't have a talkie watch Tess doesn't give him shit but the, uh, also this Tess entire, gets nothing another, in this movie another reason why I think Dick Tracy's an asshole in this movie is because he has this repertoire with like the diner guy where he's always like haha Mike your food is shit I'm- and Mike's like dude what's the deal but it's not in the playful way where you're like oh these guys like each other he's just like well what'd you do mike wash the bowls and the mike's like fuck you tracy the last last scene dick tracy he finishes up his chili it's an empty bowl of chili he stands up and he like shows the cook guy the empty bowl of chili goes Mm. into the bathroom and the camera follows him in the bathroom and he just squats he takes the nastiest fucking diary shit in the bowl and it goes on for like five minutes no montage song no anything he brings it's all one shot too it's the most cinema verite thing in the world brings it back <laughs> sits at the, at the counter make like shows like the, the the cook guy 
just goes, takes a big spoonful and goes, still better than your bullshit, Mike. And he's got, like, the shit on his lips, and he's grinning, and it's in his teeth. And this is the end of the cartoon. The end goes up. That was you very sucker. He's got, like, little bits of celery string in his own self-digested celery string. Okay. His own teeth. Oh, it's a fucking, it's a nightmare. It's like, oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, but Tracy, <laughs> after pooping in the bowl, I guess, still can't. It's pro- steaming. It still can't propose to the Ted. The kid is in the background, awkward. just going, "Oh my god, <laughs> name I named myself after this guy." <laughs> anyway, you're good. But Tracy still can't propose to Ted. So his radio's like, "Come, Jack Tracy, come be a cop." And he gets up and turns around and is like, throws the ring at Tess and is like, you're one in a million and leaves and she opens it and she's like mm, happy man and then the last line How's, if the last line watching of the, this movie, how do you watch something and go like, what a piece of shit <laughs> the last line of the movie is the kid going, you know something Tracy I like that dame duh and is that the last line of the movie? sure is I, you know, I'm kind of surprised as cheesy and goofy this movie it is, it isn't the end with a question mark fading in the end yeah, yeah or something i guess like that, uh but... danny elfman did say of working with warren Beatty, warren is insane <laughs> yeah um macaulay culkin turned down the role to do the kid because uh he was oh, working yeah, on home alone you know i was looking at other movies that came out this year just like looking at different stars from stuff yeah home alone came out this year goodfellas came out this year yeah. al pacino got nominated for a supporting actor award for being fucking crazy in this movie he got beat out by Joe Pesci because mm. they were like, man, actually, Joe Pesci didn't win for Goodfellas as much as his high heels in Moonwalker. Yeah. They're like, retroactively, yeah. But what the fuck? Uh, yeah, no, Pacino everyone actually wanted to perform under a pseudonym, Guido Franchetti. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, he wanted Pacino? He, yeah. What? Yeah, because I guess he maybe he was like, what? this isn't me. This is a character. I want a pseudonym for this movie. The most self like, I'm a fat guy. If I like, if it's like, you know, guys, instead of Bill Mudrin in this movie, I want to be, uh, Hindenburg, Hindenburg McBloaty face, <laughs> like fat man, you know, like what the hell? You know, I did see some of the makeup guys that said they had, they had a problem with Al Pacino kept on eat wanting to eat spaghetti. Yeah. And, and fuck, so like, fuck so up the They makeup. had to have somebody follow around to keep him from eating <laughs> pasta. Which is like. That's the most. Is Al Pacino was he doing that just because he was playing an Italian gangster and he had to like, or is he that much of like an in, like an Italian cartoon that um he's like one of the Super Mario Brothers from the Super Mario Super Show, mm. um yeah. So and my, my last note is yeah about Max uh, Alan Collins uh who wrote, yeah wrote the novelization uh, for this uh, movie uh, he wrote a sequel book later on about Dick Tracy fighting the Nazis, um. Which, that sounds kind of cool. Uh, in the comic, Pruneface was actually a Nazi spy. Huh. Well, yeah, I guess the comic... When did the comic end? Did oh, it, it went on end? until the 80s, at least. Because they talked about... He must have been... Because I saw, like, everything leading up to this version of the production of the film, they kept on having to clear everything in the movie through Chester Gold. Chester Gould. Gould, yeah. And he must have died right before this movie went into production because suddenly, like, they're talking about the estate of Chester Gould. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, on the little documentary thing, his daughter's like, my dad would have been so happy. I'm to assuming see he would have loved And she that was makeup, old as fuck. Though. Yeah. Oh, that's what, yeah. Uh, I love, uh, I've got a bunch of Universal Horror uh, Blu rays, and they keep on having interviews with the. Who's the guy who played Frankenstein? Boris Karloff. And his daughter's on there, and she's like 90,000 yeah. years old yeah. because she was born, like, in 1920. But, so, yeah. uh, um. 
Do you regret watching Dick Tracy? No, this is... It's not... I could have easily gone my whole life without watching Dick yeah. Tracy, but at least I crossed off my list. It's something I don't have to revisit, but at least I've seen it. And just as from a craftsman's perspective, the special effects, the makeup, the map paintings, yeah. it was worth seeing it for that. But from... A writing per- it's yeah, the Warren Beatty man he fucked up this movie so anyone all the good guys except for the two cops and the chief are terrible yeah it's and the amazing cast yeah the fucking yeah you look just look up <laughs> Dick Tracy cast on so Google. in the comics eventually it progresses and people like grow up and age uh, oh really Dick okay. Tracy's son at one point marries an alien <laughs> why and she is killed in a car explosion did the aliens that was invade meant, as that a result? Was, that was meant for Dick Tracy. God. Because I mean, Dick Tracy's car... You gotta come Dick up Tracy's with a new car, strip every Sunday. Dick You're Tracy's, gonna come up with some whacked out shit after a while. Dick Tracy's car was parked behind hers in the driveway, and she went out to move his... Was it like a his, flying alien car? No, it was just a car. <laughs> well, she, went out, she went out to move his, move his and boom, it, died, it blew up, and the son was like, it should have been you, it was supposed to be you. Oh, the son's actually pissed off about that. Yeah. What an asshole. Is it Dick Tracy Jr.? Well, his wife just died. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, his son yeah. married an alien. Do Tess and Dick Tracy ever get married? I think so. I don't remember, man. <laughs> that's the most, like, that and... I know that's and the last thing I should be worried about. That and but... one of the characters, like, getting impaled on a flagpole, the, the biggest, like, memories of those comics Is in Tess my brain. Is Tess Jr.'s face actually shaped like a heart? I'm trying to think how much you can mangle that Sure, character. why not? Sure. Oh, my God. Her butt shaped like a heart. Yeah. Dick Tracy, not as good as I remembered. Not as bad that, as I. Last time not you've as seen it. Was it like long, since long the nineties? Time ago, yeah. Yeah. Not, it's no Space Jam. Not as bad as I was worried it was gonna be. Yeah. You know what? I used to slam this movie really hard for being a misguided attempt. Like, kind of like the, it's one of the things that really ruined the Joel Schumacher Batman movies, where mm. the guy had a kind of contemptuous point of view of comic books. Instead of just making a movie about Batman. He decided that he like his movie had to look like a comic book, so it's all going to be Dutch angles and crazy colors yeah. and be cartoony. And I always thought Dick Tracy had the same problem, where like so way. I think Dick Tracy is an interesting art experiment, but it's not. It's it's hard to look at, and it's nothing anyone would ever want to pay to see. But I think it's an interesting experiment, but totally misguided. So wait, you used to slam on something. That you had never seen? That doesn't sound like the Bill Mudron yeah, I know. I saw the ending. <laughs> I know how it all wound up, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, this day and age, actually, it's more of an interesting. It's more. It's more interesting to go back and look at now, just as 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 kind of like a like an evolutionary dead end if, of live action comic book. If you in the were 90. to have a Dick Tracy movie right now, who would you have play Dick Tracy? I was kind of thinking about that. Like, if you like, the funny thing is, I like think I, I would want to have makeup like this movie. Like you retain huge wax in this yeah. movie in terms of the design. And like it would be kind of funny if you went back and actually kept the ridiculous color thing. That wouldn't fly again. No one would pay uh, to see that. But what's his name? Who would you get? Sam Rockwell. Since the makeup worked so well in in his in that movie, um, what's his but uh, Marv from Sin City, um, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. He could play Dick Tracy, that's actually one even the, though he's a little too old right now. That's but, Actually, Mickey Rourke back in the day would have been perfect yeah, for that, too. Yeah, uh, that's a, Warren actually, Beatty was too old for my, it. My, my list was Mickey Rourke or Michael Bean from Aliens for some reason. Hmm, weird. Because I was trying to think kind of pulpy. Or Kurt Russell. <laughs> you know who would have made a great fucking uh, Zadar? Who's Zadar? Uh, that guy with the chin from the B-movies. He just died like last year. How do you pronounce his name? Like, what is it? Is he? I can't. Am remember, I going to remember can't... this name? Like, is... Zadar. 
You should just type Big Chin Z and then you'll get Zadar. <laughs> okay, let's see. He's, oh, that guy? Yeah, he's shaped like a fucking comic book character already. The guy already. looks like a foot? What's his name? Zidar. I just said the no. Zidar actor. Okay, let's see. Um, yeah, his face is shaped. Ro oh, Robert Zidar. His I name's, it his name's it, it's like a Klingon name. It's yeah. Z apostrophe Dar. Uh, that guy. His, his face is shaped like a catcher's mitt. Actually, you could you could get half the cast of Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> yeah. get, did you see Pee Wee's Big Holiday? Not yet. You get Joe Mangiola. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if because he, he's kind of granny at the temples and everything like that. Mm, yeah. yeah, he's got a like, profile. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, something like that. Yeah, and yeah, somebody who would look good with like five o'clock, a little bit of five o'clock shadow and like buzz cut in the back. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think now that The Sopranos has been done for a long time. Gangsters kind of not a thing anymore that people want. To yeah, all the '30s gangsters could be a thing you could always go back to. It's funny because so Dick Tra Warren Beatty has been constantly fighting for the right to hang on to the film rights to Dick Tracy. Mm -hmm. uh, up until just even a couple years ago, uh, he managed to uh, secure the rights again, and he keeps on threatening he's going to do a sequel to this movie. <laughs> I'm going to do it, you guys. Which. I'd love to see what the hell that would look like, especially yeah. if he cast himself. If it's older Dick Tracy, what does it take place? Just like two years later, but now later, but now he's like seventy-five year old Dick Tracy. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was Dick Tracy. Yeah, not the worst thing we've seen. Not not a really great no. movie, but it was definitely interesting to watch, yeah. though. Um, yeah, we've seen worse, and we will see worse in the future. But yeah. speaking of worse, <laughs> next week. Not I don't know, not yeah. Yeah, we'll talk. This movie's less racist than... Not even racist, but just... Uh, I forgot what that movie was that we're doing next. Next week, we're going to talk about the first talkie, uh, the jazz singer. You ain't with, heard with nothing. Al Jolson. Yet. You ain't heard nothing yet. Oh, you ain't heard talkie. nothing yet until we start talking about this shit. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I. So, yeah. The, the jazz singer. Was there a nostalgia critic episode about the jazz, jazz singer? <laughs> no, he, nobody's what? nostalgic. He's just trying to do a nostalgic for old people, like yeah. for grandma. Yeah, so we'll be watching that next time. And until next time, keep filling those holes with pop culture. Hello, everybody. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>